Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Chris Stanley, right off the bat, the big news right now is it looks like Kevin Smith is going to get a late night TV program. Yep, with AMC. This is ridiculously exciting. Now, they're the guys that run his um, comic book heroes thing or whatever The comic book shop, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, he's, he's part of that. And, you know, AMC's, you know, Walking Dead and Mad Men, they're... One they're of, the up-and-comers. They're, they're, they're here, actually. Okay. They're here. They're, they're up and came. <laughs> they're up and came, these guys. They're here, and they're on top, and they're not going anywhere. All right, so this late-night show, that, and I agree with you, that uh, Kevin Smith, just on doing his scene, could be a lot of fun. Just bring on his friends. I think that's, I think that's what he would do. And he can have, I think he can have fun with anyone. I mean, it's Kevin Smith. I understand that. No one's fucking saying that you have to put the show together. What time does it come on? It's, uh, I think it's, it's coming on at 11 o'clock. All right, so we're going to have another late night show. So who all do we got? We got Dave. We got Jimmy. We got Jimmy. <laughs> we got John. We got... Conan, we got Chelsea, and now, oh, we got Arsenio, uh, and then we've got Seth, uh, ABC doesn't have a late night guy, we've got Steven, uh, Pete, who's the guy that comes on after Letterman? Craig. 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 And then you've got, um... The 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 gay guy yelling about the housewives. That's kind of a Cohen. show. Andy, you just yelled out Conan again, <laughs> I like he's I said the gay no. guy. I said Cohen. So uh, just constant people talking late at night. It's like a baker's dozen. Yeah, it's a, it's a baker's dozen of dudes who just have to you know bring in guests and have a good time. But what guests? How many guests is there possibly to have? You think they'll come to a point where they just stop? Running out of things to promote. Or maybe that could be the thing. It's where we don't have nothing to promote. Let's just hang out. We all have Tom Hanks this week. Because that's what happens. If Tom Hanks puts out a movie, he does every one of those shows. Pete Holmes already kind of does the thing where just people that don't even have stuff to promote just cut by, stop by and just do funny but shit. But you know what's weird? That used to be like a talk show. Like you used to go on the Johnny Carson show to go on television. Not because you were part of just some big marketing campaign that runs really hard for a week. Like being on Carson was enough. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was like, I'm doing Carson. That was considered, you know, because more people were going to see you on Carson than anywhere else. And so we're, now you have to do the late night shows and maybe get into a viral video on Funny or Die. How's the Pete uh, show doing? I think it's doing pretty good just for where it is. and See, that's the thing. You don't have to do really good if you're for where it is. Like um, George Lopez was saying, uh, to me, he's gonna like, I think Conan's got about the same ratings I had, but they're happier with Conan. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's so weird because it, everything's just totally different. It's so weird because everything's totally different. You're not making any fucking sense, dude. You know... You talk like a crit... Why would you say it's so weird because everything's totally different? In the late night landscape, is what I mean. In what way, Chris? You have to let us know where the weirdness comes from. They have a more independent vision. <laughs> See? He's stupid. You're right. I didn't figure it out, but you got it for me, Shelby. Chris is dumb. I th I'm on point is what I am. What do you find weird? That it's you can get like say a Pete Holmes gets a million people, or let's let's say that's that's it. It's a million people. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I would be shocked. Seriously, a million people would be they, they would probably be ecstatic with a million people. All right, let's say five hundred thousand, and that's considered a success for the time slot. Well, it's only because there was nothing there before. Like whatever AMC is doing now, Kevin Smith is going to be better for them. Where NBC, that's a whole different deal. They have there's a certain nut to that show, you know. That's a franchise. They need that. They need the Tonight Show to to fucking shit out money so that they can then make up for their primetime show that end up eating fucking cash. And that'll be most of their. Primetime so they're shows. saying to Jimmy Fallon every day. Please shit out money for us. Do you have to shit right now? And if you do, make sure it's money. Don't stop. Just keep going. Soon, everybody will have a late night show. Every single person in America will have a late night show. Uh, for me, it's too much tension at night to know where to go. I just it's it's that kind of stress late at night that I don't need in my life. See what you should do: just bounce around. Just every time there's a commercial break, go to someone else. So here, here's what actually happened, though. I was a John Stewart guy. Yeah. And then he took a long vacation, and I fucking really haven't gotten back into really it. Really haven't come back? No, it's going to probably take a, a presidential election. <laughs> it's probably going to take a presidential election for me to jump into it. But here's what's weird: the, here's another show that shits money for thirty years is SNL, and they still never throw anything against that. They know better. It's the institution. We the used to say the, that about uh, about Carson. The, see, it's hard because the the name of the day is in the title. So it's like they, they own it. They own Saturday, Saturday night, Saturday night live. What, what can you put up against that? You know, this is a, a chance that you were specific and still stupid. What, what, you can put whatever you want up against it. Just something someone else wants. The John, Before Sunday show. John Stewart's kind of turned it into like the soup. Would they do with reality shows to like news shows? Because you'll see like this big. He doesn't turn it into it. Always has been that. Yeah, he's always mocked out everyone. Now other people are doing it. What's really funny is you never used to see late night shows showing clips of anything. You know, you would just get a straight monologue like a stand up, and now it's you know clips being thrown thrown around. They've had some multimedia to the mix. 
They mocked out Joe, Joe Scarborough hard last night on the uh, Daily Show. Samantha B took some shots. What happened? <laughs> she just acted as if she was Scarborough. You talking child. about Morning Joe? Morning Joe, yeah. <laughs> the Morning now, Joe. That show can't be beat because everybody wants to have a morning Joe. You know what I mean? What are you going to run up against? The morning tea? They own it. They own the word Joe. I'm doing uh, a really on the moment parody of Chris Stanley. <laughs> I'm going to try the morning Red Bull. All right. Uh, here's Jason. Jason, you're on the Run Fest show. Morning, buddies. Yeah. Um, I was. Uh, I just think that what AMC is doing is like genius because I feel like The Walking Dead is falling off a little bit because it's getting kind of long-winded and it's not an HBO show, so they can't really push the limits too far. And we've already seen what limits can be pushed, so I think they're losing viewership. And uh, so AMC is just trying to add all these new. So you're like a little network just- president, Jason. You really are. You should like have this board up where you put different colored shows and then you stare at it all the time. Numbers may look strong, but uh, an 18 to 49 demo. We're, we're I'm really trying. seriously worried about my Korean uh, youngster demo. I want that to start. Does Margaret Cho have a kid? Because that would be great. Sign him. Get him in a goddamn development deal. Oh, so you're going to be like the screaming guy. Sure, yeah. You're not going to be like, you know, <laughs> you're going back to 1930s. <laughs> Get it done. Studio head. Oh, another really pretty girl coming out of uh, that other. But she works here. Good job. Good job, hiring department. Hi, I work for the hiring department. You seem hot. <laughs> All right, it is the Run and Fez show. Up on the iBank today, Billy Connolly's um, the uh, comedian who changed my life. Um, don't anybody look at it. Maybe we'll do a game on that later. See if you guys can come up with. All right. Um, the Ursay, the Colts uh, owner, is hysterical. There now more shit is coming out about him. So his DUI, I don't even think is alcohol related. It's pill related. They said that they caught him. He was going 10 miles an hour and then stopping and looking at different houses. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to do that one-eyed thing. Like maybe that's my house if I stare at it long enough. <laughs> he had prescriptions all over the fucking car. Bunch of pills. And he had 29 grand stuffed in an old Wonder Bread bag that he <laughs> <laughs> that he had under his arm covered with a newspaper. <laughs> I can't believe he had this much cash on him. Tw- what What do you need 29000 in cash on you unless you're a drug dealer? It was, it was actually twenty nine two. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, see, yeah, see, that's the thing. That just looks... We're, we live in a society that somebody that has cash... Is up to no good. It looks bad. We're we're, in a, we're becoming we're we're well on our way to a cashless world. So if you're carrying twenty nine grand in bills, yeah. I just immediately think Ursay's a drug dealer. He's dealing pills on the side. That's it. that's my first thought. Not that I have any evidence of that, but just having that much cash on you, or he's buying a car in cash for some reason, or paying a ransom. Yeah, ransom actually makes more sense because you ain't gonna write a check for those fucking dudes. <laughs> Let me just write a check out to you. I'm gonna put down here to get mom back in the memo part of it. Getting mom back safely. I'm writing that. Um, yeah, you just 
even like even if twenty nine thousand dollars worth of coke or heroin makes sense, but if you're buying twenty nine thousand dollars worth of pills, and you know you ain't fucking selling them, so this is just twenty nine thousand dollars worth of pills for yourself. He's buying a pharmacy. Is what he's doing. He's going in and just going to a Rite Aid and saying, "Yeah, all that. Give me the back." Also, just fucking wearing a shirt that either a rodeo guy <laughs> or some fake Nashville singer would have. He's a new country guy. That's why he's wearing that shirt. He's actually been wearing that shirt for like five months straight. To um, bad time. Hey, Snowy, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, million five there, Ron. Maybe Earthsay was driving that neighbor that money looking to buy a house. In that neighborhood, yeah. He could have. He could have got a place in the fucking corner. You know, eyeballing all those different houses saying, nah, not that one. Because basically he's driving down Baltic Avenue. <laughs> Speaking of Baltic Avenue, this fucking Zac Efron kid who's got nothing but everything going for him. The cops find him and basically a a Pier 69 brawl <laughs> with three fucking homeless dudes on Skid Row. Now, I'm going to point this out to people. Skid Row is a, an actual place. Yeah. <clears throat> In Los Angeles, a lot of people think Skid Row is just like a made-up you know, metaphor for the bad part of town. He was on Skid Row. Fucking fist fighting with homeless dudes. One of them, he said, hit him so hard in the jaw, he'd never been hit that hard before. <laughs> That's what happens. Those guys can scrap. Yeah, homeless guys, get, can, they can fight. They literally have nothing to lose. That's why bum fights was the best thing that ever got put on the internet. I was really sad, though, when you kind of thought about it when they're getting their head tattooed. Yeah, that part wasn't nice. I thought it was a branding, but it was a tattoo? <laughs> it was a tattoo, yeah. Oh, no, the worst part of bum fights was the bum hunter. Where they ran up to sleeping homeless guys, started duct taping them, and throwing them in the back of a van. I thought the worst part of bum fights was the smell. <laughs> I thought I thought Zac Efron had his problems under control. If he's fucking hanging no out, no one does, skin. dude. Believe me when I tell you, no one's got their problems under control. He was in rehab, I think, this last summer, and they've made it like real secret, but. Well, what are they going to do? Make a fucking happy thing out of it? He's not Robert Ursay to get busted. <laughs> he went on his own. You, the only way that you're saying I'm going to rehab is when everyone's mad at you. <laughs> Court if, ordered. If no one knows what you're doing, you keep it fucking down. He seems to be in good shape. I would have thought he could have taken a Skid Row drug dealer. <laughs> what does he weigh? 135? He's a tiny little actor man. This He's like a West Side He had his bodyguard story. with him. Bodyguard, sure. Look at him. I bet you, I mean, Fez likes this. It's not bad at all. No. He's yeah, slight. Fucking disgusting, Fez. Yeah, this is really nasty, actually. I'm going to take this shirt this down. Yeah, the guy who starred in all three high school musicals is going to really scrap on Skid Row. <laughs> he doesn't know. Fez doesn't know. Just because you want to bag him doesn't mean he can fight. <laughs> I am not going to... Oh, muscly to me. We know it does. You had the stick yesterday, Fez, and you kicked ass, and that's why I don't want these guys fucking with you today. There he is. There's, there's your man's Efron. Sure, it's getting tatted up. Yeah, I think that's when he had High School Musical just fucking <laughs> tatted there. He's got a big movie coming out soon too. So Neighbors. This is, yeah, this is very fucking helpful. 
Oh, yeah. This is get the word out. This is most likely viral advertising. It's like, hey, I know how we can get Zach into the news, and people start talking about neighbors. We'll have a homeless guy beat him up. Let's call Central Casting. Uh, Liz said, Fire said, you know, The Walking Dead has fallen off because the iBang doesn't even post chat links for us anymore. Um, there used to be a guy who's who used to do the chats, and he used to just ask us to put it up. There's never anybody from the site. Didn't you try it once, Shelby? Yeah, but I kept missing everything that was happening with the show. So I was right, Why? I was trying to keep up and write stuff. I want you to start doing one of those things for like a Saturday morning cartoon. You just get up and you're with the kids. What's there to miss on Walking Dead? Oh shit, there's a zombie. I can't believe that happened. Uh, you know, dying people, plot development. Yeah. Oh shit, there's a I zombie. I thought everybody hated it. I never liked it. I didn't like, I tried to watch the first episode and I said, this blows like a zombie show. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my review. <laughs> For the New York Times. You got into the Times with that? I am in the Times every week. I didn't know. Hi, Times. Yeah. I read both those Times magazines. Um, I just like to put it out there. You know, I'm all like a blunt fucking reviewer. Like, the New York Times posted this one for me. Um, Michael Bay sucks yet another dick. <laughs> Which for which Michael Bay film was that? Um, doesn't matter because my next one was <laughs> rerun that one. My one, my next one was like, looks like Michael Bay isn't done with j- guzzling jizz yet. What are the reviews for this latest Michael Bay? Oh, aside, there's a view in the paper here. And then finally, the last one I did is Michael uh, Bay pukes up a belly full of jizz, <laughs> then shits on it. And then I just wrote, mmm, but sarcastically. Parentheses, the sound design was great, though. This sounds like Bad Boys 2, if I really think about it. And then they wouldn't uh, post my 12 Years a Slave. Why not? They said racist. Um... We got to send out a really big get well thing. Do we have some kind of like get well sounder or, or, oh my God, how could something like this happen? Because our own Kathleen from the Bronx down uh, a leg broken in two separate places. Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Why, Kathleen? Bri Bri. What? What? Mm Mm-hmm. She was on a vacation with Bri Bri, and then she slipped on the ice and broke her leg in two places. Oh, I thought maybe Bri Bri got a little crazy. No, goddamn no. Well, when you Never. Just, when you said how, you know. Bri-Bri. I was always worried because I was with them before, and Bri Bri said to me, if she ever breaks her leg, I'm going to have to shoot her and then sell the meat to the Indians. Oh, God. But guess what? He didn't do that. So he's all talk then. Two different places she broke her leg. So I, I, you know, I tossed and turned all last night and spent the night crying. I didn't even know. I didn't know what happened. I feel terrible. We got to send her something. Isn't there like a card or something that you could send someone when they're not feeling well? Yeah, there's like a get well soon. Get well soon. That's stupid. We need something like, I hope your leg improves or I hope they don't put a pin in your leg. 
Really specific get well card. I actually teared up when I saw this because I can't stand the thought of her being in pain. She's going to be laid up with a broken leg in two places. Well, she signed her note to me, Sister Morphine. So she seemed like she was in a pretty good mood about it. But we do have to uh, do something wonderful for her. What could it be? What is she like? Grateful Dead. Let's get the Grateful Dead back together. That's going to be hard. Jerry's dead. I got an idea. What? Fake Jerry. Fake Jerry and the Grateful Dead. <laughs> well, we can get Dark Star Orchestra, the number one uh, Grateful Dead cover band. Those guys are fucking great, man. So, so you know what they do? This is their little thing during shows. They'll be like, they'll play an actual set from an actual Grateful Dead uh, show, and then you and the audience has to have to guess the date of the show, and then you win like a CD or something. Yeah, I would never, I would never win that. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> but I was at a show. That was like I someone know, did. If you, if you got the internet, it might not be impossible. There's no cell phone policy at the show, so like you know, we don't want your people cheating. They do that? Yeah. And, I mean, these guys can't keep dope out of the show, and yet they can keep <laughs> cell phones out. Yeah, this guy with the whippets. We can sell them in the you know, by lot. the way, I've never been on YouTube and seen someone's cell phone of a show and go like this. This is fucking great. This is I'm so god I'm so glad that guy in the 12th row got fucking welcome to the jungle on his fucking cell phone. The only reason to watch YouTube cell phone videos of concerts is if something terrible happens. I also like to hear people um oh Leslie said the only we missed Nerdless the talk show. Nerdist the talk show. Is a late night talk show. I thought that was a late night game show. Yeah, it's at midnight. That what? That's the you, Chris is that a Hardwick. game? That's a game show, though, right? It's a game show. It's not a talk show. Yeah, wrong, Leslie. Wrong. Why don't you keep your nose that business you don't know shit about, Leslie? Oh, you saying that because you didn't want those uh, cats? No, I don't want those cats. I, I mean, sent you the thing of what your house could look like with the cats. <laughs> it's just too you much. You don't keep it though. You just have it for a little while. Like you help out. You like uh, I forget what it's called. Like what, a foster home almost for cats? That's it. I was going to say, what do they do when they take retired unwanted kids and they keep them for a while? <laughs> foster home. A retarded cat. That would be so fucking cute. Ow, ow, me. Ow, ow, me. What can we do for Kathleen? Think of something great. Could we send her a cooked turkey? We could do that. They have them. Online. I wonder. I bet she's not in the hospital, right? They get you right out of there. With a broken leg, I'd, I'd they, say they keep you for a while. I think they have to keep you at least overnight. Why? Because they have to check to make sure that um, everything's good with your blood and stuff. Everything's good with your blood. Did you go to medical school knowing something <laughs> like that? Uh, we're going to check you to see if everything's good with your blood and stuff. I thought she had a Terminator skeleton. Blows that out of fucking the water. Um, here's Ben in Boston. You're on the run of Fez show. Uh, yes. I, I'm sorry to hear this ignorance in this show right now. Let me point out to you why people carry large amounts of cash. Go ahead. And I'm upset about this because police, it's a law that they get to, if it's a large amount of cash, they get to take that for themselves. Businessmen travel to buy things. Someone would have a large amount of money to buy a car. We all know that you might get a better deal if you pay in cash. Maybe a motorcycle, farming equipment, a trailer. 
And because of people like you guys saying, oh, they must be buying drugs. No, can I tell you something? A guy like this fucking doesn't drive around with 29 grand looking to buy a cheaper trailer. He's he's a billionaire. He's fucking riding around 10 miles an hour, all fucked up with an ugly shirt on. Fuck him and his shitty family who left fucking Baltimore in the middle of the night like fucking drug dealers. Fuck that family forever. If I lived in Baltimore right now, I'd be so fucking happy. The only way I'd be happy if this guy is happier if that guy and his wife had a stillborn. Then I'd fucking be out in front of my fucking row home down there, <laughs> jumping up and down like it was the last episode of The Wire. I hate that Ursay family. To me, that's the fucking skunkiest thing that's happened in the middle in the history of the NFL. The shitty history of the shitty NFL. Leaving that town in the middle of the night with trucks while everybody was sleeping. They knew what kind of scumbags they were. They know they're fucking scumbags. That's why this guy's eating pills all day long, trying to forget. I have no problem with that part of it. But I think if I was him and I got all fucking wasted on oxys, I would just fucking drive all the trucks back to Baltimore and said, my dad made a mistake. And we're going to be here with the Ravens like the Jets and the Giants. That league is so stupid. They just came out with a thing the other day. No one can fucking dunk a... Of football anymore. That's going to clean this league right up. You know why? Because one guy moved the goddamn thing, and they're all like Fez Watley's. If something happens once, then everything must change forever. I know. It's the least offensive thing they've these guys could pull off. I know. That's true. I'd rather see someone do that that's at least an athletic thing to do than do a fucking funny robot dance. Or the Victor Cruz salsa dance or tango, wherever the fuck it is. They can still do a finger roll, though. George Gervin, that shit. <laughs> if someone did a finger roll and they claimed, hey, I did not fucking stuff it, he would be my new fucking hero. I'd go out and get his shitty jersey. <laughs> a giant football goof pull that off once he gets into the league. And by the way, I didn't mean to fucking annoy the dope dealer that just called in who's traveling around with a bunch of cash, acting like, no, I'm not. I'm down here to buy a cheap trailer. Yeah, sure you are, buddy. With a false bottom. The I know a guy who, he was fucking coming across from Canada, and they thought he had too much money, and they fucking kept it. Well, yeah, what's a, I think you can only carry like ten grand on you through uh, customs, and they'll just, they'll fucking they'll fuck with you if, if, if you have more. Than they that. took his cash. That's ridiculous. That's not their money. What's the big deal? Because they don't want you fucking traveling around with cash in this world. They want to use the credit card, so it costs you even more. And they can track all your shit. Yeah, they're so scared that some business transaction that's going to take place that they can't wet their beak in. There's that's no the, that's fucking America for you, ladies and gentlemen. There's no winning. There's no winning. Look, it's all fucking downhill from here. Look, Ursa didn't want to pay tax on a did bunch of. Did you just fucking set. stick that pen in your ear? No, no, I did not. I, I don't even have a pen. The pen's right there. I did not stick it in my ear. What, what did you just look down at? Oh, just your finger. I just okay. put the pinky in. Okay, I'll allow that to happen. I'm pre- I'm, I'm looking to break the habits. That'd be fucking fantastic. Chris. I really am. 
That'd be fantastic. It would mean a lot to me. And no more picking your nose when the bosses are uh, yeah, explaining even... stuff about the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No more. You're in there up to your elbow. Oh, God. So, what do, what are we going to get for Kathleen from the Bronx? Now, she had to have surgery, by the way. And then probably she's got some steel pins or something. All right. So, she's not going to be able to get around for a while. Maybe some sort of scooter to get around town. Just like a, a good one, though. Like I know her. She'll never walk again if we do that. <laughs> So that's out. Some books to read while she's going to be laid up. Come on. Segway. What is she? What do you think she wants to do? Read books or drink booze? All right. Thirty pack of Budweiser. Thirty pack of Budweiser. That's well, your idea of a nice fucking present. Present. <laughs> you going to go see her in the hospital? Well, if she's still in there, yeah, I would go. I would go see her. I would go down and see her. And you didn't, you didn't come see me in the hospital. Well, I would check. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think you wanted visitors. I, but I would check first. Did you check first to see if I wanted visitors? Fucking dying for visitors. I fucking would wake up out of my coma and I look at the nurse. I just grab her and go, "Where's Fez?" He had shit to do. I'm sure. I know you like those daytime fucking soap operas. Days of our lives. General Hospital. Is that still on? Yeah, General Hospital's still on. A bunch of them have gotten canceled, but General Hospital's still on. General Hospital survived? I the thought they were all gone. No. The spinoff, Poor Charles, got canceled. Too bad. That fucking thing was great. <laughs> I know. It was, like, it was like General Hospital at night. Oh, really? Yeah. Like in a, in a bar. It was That's like when Baywatch bar. turned into a fucking nighttime. <laughs> it was the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It was so like, weird. Hey, be down at the beach when no one's wearing a bikini. <laughs> Luke's still on General Hospital. Like, it's good to see that. Um, Dennis, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey. Hey, buddy. Each one of you send her a dick pic, and then she can try to determine which one's which. That'd be fucking fantastic. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Now, do we do separate, or do we just line up four cocks? <laughs> All right, do like a collage. Here's a fun game to play while you're laid up. <laughs> and then she has to like, push the thing, and then one of our faces will pop up. <laughs> But really, she won't know the truth. It's just four pictures of Chris Stanley's dick. It's different angles. <laughs> and she just types back, that's the same dick, dude. <laughs> I see that. I still see that there's a fucking piece of gum stuck to the oh, end of it. Nasty, man. What the fuck? <laughs> um, Richard, you're on the Run of show. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Thank you again for taking my call. Oh, uh, I just God. wanted to say it was a fantastic interview yesterday afternoon with a lady who was uh, promoting the, the Monkeys documentary. Yeah. Uh, she was very interesting. And, you know, I, I was hoping somebody was going to mention the, the, the effect that the Monkeys had on the punk rock scene. When the Sex Pistols and the Clash and bands like that first came to Canada, they were all doing Last Train to Clarkson, I'm a Believer, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> I mean, the Monkeys were sort of a staple for punk bands. The same way the Beatles and the Stones came over and did old, you know, Louisiana yeah, that's, Blues. That's- that's true, Richard. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Now, this actually came up. Remember yesterday when somebody sent us a thing, a joke about uh, you being, could Chris Stanley 
ever play in a polo match? Yeah, with a centaur. Would a centaur have to have someone on top of their back? Right. Well, then I got an email later. That joke was stolen off of Quinn's Twitter. Now, and here's the apology, and I'll put it out there. But do you kind of own the joke if you've done it on Twitter? Like, I get the fact if you do something on your set. You know what I mean? Like, if it's in your article, that's your joke. You know, if you're writing an article. If you're a comedian and you're on stage, your joke. But a Twitter joke thief, that's going to be tough for people to find out. Particularly if you steal from people who have a low follower count. Yeah, that that would be the thing. The follower count. You have like to you have don't want to steal a joke from Lady Gaga because <laughs> everyone will know it because she has sixty four million Twitter followers. There is some guy that. But like, you could steal a joke from Hosp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can run wild all over that account. There's some guy that got really popular on Twitter that he was stealing jokes from other people on Twitter and then kind of changing the like if there's a joke about a duck he'd make it like a horse and that he got people started calling him out and it was like a big deal but i guess like if you didn't post them on twitter they'd be less likely to find out then well you oh you mean you just go walking around with it yeah well i'm gonna give the credit to that joke to where it rightfully belongs to quinn and chris stanley if you have anything to do with that yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. You got my eyes on you. I don't. But I'm, just, I'm still saying that if a centaur... Well, you were enjoying it, it was about you. <laughs> so apparently the joke was personalized to you, but that's not where the joke came from. Okay. And now we're hearing from our own comedy nerd that there are Twitter joke thieves out there. I had no clue. pretty low just trolling twitter for material and i'm giving credit you just, you just say hey this one goes out to at joey579 but then if you like catch somebody stealing your jokes that's kind of weird so are you searching your own jokes to see if they come up under somebody else's name this is kind of weird see once again you make the victim you blame the victim like, you'll be like, oh, what did she expect? She went to that bar with a tube top on. Yeah, of course she was going to get groped. She wanted it. She was actually saying that, I hope someone puts something in me. <laughs> oh. That's what Shelby said. Oh, Shelby, okay. Yeah, no Shelby, problem. garbage head. Well, I, maybe they could be copyrighted or something because that Twitter account, Shit My Dad Says, got turned into a TV show. So someone's keeping track of those jokes. Yeah, but no one legal. You know what I mean? Like, he sent a bunch of them to CBS or whoever gave him that four-week stint. <laughs> you know? But it's not like it's not like anyone even gets sold um, sued for stealing a joke. Sitcoms steal jokes from each other all the time. Well, Brenner was talking about in the MS how he people were stealing his jokes, so he wrote the movie about, like, just, that it contained all his jokes, so that would be copyrighted, but then he realized, wait, none of this would make sense at all. Why am I doing that? I heard from another guy that if you put it to music, you can keep it because lyrics are are protected. Yeah. Um, hi, you're on the Run of Fed show. 
Hey, Ron, I was going to say, the reason that, remember, Fez didn't come see you was he was so busy keeping the show going while you were out sick. I mean, he was a workhorse. Oh, wait. He wasn't on, was he? My bad. Lou, you're on the run of Fez show. Ron, it'd be a million bucks. Eight million. Uh, I was wondering if you uh, share the same opinion uh, regarding the Ursay family as you do with, like, the Modell family. I do. You do? I do. Uh, what about the Adams family leaving Houston? Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't I, think I, I think that those teams rightfully belong to the community and not to the guy who's just collecting fucking cash. That's why we don't call them the Modell fucking Browns. We call them the Cleveland Browns. So it'd be like if Central Park was to leave this fucking city. Can't happen, right? Same way I would feel about if Fezzi's Buccaneers. If you don't want the fucking Buccaneers in Tampa, then you should sell it to someone who keeps it in Tampa. Period. End of story. There will be no debate on that. I get fucking sick of cities in the way that they seriously sit down and fucking suck the ass pipe. And... I'm just thinking right now, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, we just need that one thing to push us over the fucking top. Just one thing. Um, hey, Fern, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah. Hey, Ron, million bucks to you. Million bucks. Hey, uh, first time caller. Uh, I just had a little spy report. Spy yeah. report? Yeah. Spy report. Spy report. That uh, Sanchez just signed with the Eagles. Sanchez just signed with the Eagles? Yes! Yes! Woo! Woo! And Woo! that's Woo! it! The Eagles are going all the way! We got Mark Sanchez! Scrapple for everybody! sent to me by Liz Sets Fire. Let's wheel Kathleen into Daryl's house. That would heal me. And she told me that uh, Liz just likes death metal. That's what I heard, that she's only in the metal. Okay. Um, also said, when Hicks says that he just put the pinky in, was he talking about his ear, his asshole, or belly button? That's a really good question. It was my ear, Liz. 
Do you never put the pinky in your asshole? I don't. I'm not fingering my asshole in my own pinky. No. But then would you? What would be worse? Okay. Going from ear to asshole. Yeah. Or asshole to ear. Take a moment to decide <laughs> and play some kind of game show waiting music. Let me think. Take a moment to decide. Ear to asshole. Does it go ear to asshole? Cruddy Chris was so cruddy. <laughs> he used to take his asshole finger and put it in his blank. <laughs> What's worse for you, Chris? Uh, putting asshole to ear would be worse. Who wants shit in their ear? You want to earwax up your asshole? It's Ew. just it's no disgusting. You're fucking disgusting. The ear hole is closer to the mouth. So I feel like, you know, that's shit getting that much closer to your mouth as opposed to earwax going to your butt. I'm gonna save this for your eulogy. <laughs> and if I, I do your eulogy, yeah. I'm gonna sit there and spend the whole time winking at the hundred thousand dollar widow. <laughs> How you doing? No. You will not. Why not? Do not be throwing winks out there. That money is hers. <laughs> and she's not to trust anyone. So if you don't use your pinky, yeah. what finger do you use to finger your own asshole? <laughs> I don't finger my own asshole. I don't know why I have to say this. I just got this from Kathleen from the Bronx. Thank you guys for making Sister Morphine smiling extra big. Thank you guys. Love you to pieces. Pieces like what my legs in. Bye. <laughs> All right, when you're, when you get a double broken leg, yeah, and you're happy over the morphine, I think that's a problem. You just might be a redneck. God bless her, though. God bless her. She's gonna get through this. We gotta write a song about her breaking her legs. Like a folk song, maybe like Inside Lewin Davis a little bit. Why? That fucking thing was a flop. I want to get her a fucking song that everybody's uh, crazy about. Like that new J-Lo song. I haven't even heard the new J-Lo song. But she loves. She loves right now. She's so talented. She is. Um... Here's John. John, you're on the run fish show. Hey, uh, what did you think about the Clampets leaving West Virginia and moving to Beverly Hills? Saw how it worked out for them, too, right? Like, shit. They never fit in there. Yeah, but they made a shitload of cash. Well, they already had that cash back in in, uh, West Virginia. They were just another fucking baller out there in B Hills. Did you find the new J-Lo? Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. What takes you so long? I know the song and just knew... Oh, here we go. That's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, God. That fucking girl hasn't even made a song in fucking 100 years. Uh, Dean's got a question for you first. Go ahead, Dean. Okay. Bix. Yes? How come you went cheap with only 100 grand for your chick? You, why, why not half a mil or something? I don't think they'd give me any more. I live a fucking fucked up lifestyle. All you gotta do is fucking pay. Yeah, but then I'm not going to have any money for when I'm alive. I mean, I'm trying to find a balance here. 
You must not. You must not love love her at all, do you? Oh, I love her very much. Don't Doesn't you say it seem that like shit. you love her. <laughs> seems like you run around fucking with all kinds of whores. <laughs> I don't run around with any whores, let alone all kinds. You cheap bastard. You're cheap. No, I'm not. This is a clip fight. Yeah, it seemed like a clip fight. I got, I got the new J Lo. You gotta wait till she's on the boat. This isn't the one with her on the boat. Here she is. Now she's on the boat. I put put it up a little bit. I love your puppy. I love your puppy. I love your puppy. I love your puppy. This is the Reese. Look at like early '90s. This whole video looks. It's all she knows. Take a power shower, and I'm feeling like it's me and you. I don't doubt it. You can drive it how you want. I ain't trying to count my I love it. Me, some you started from the bottom, baby. Then we went roof. Cause I love my puppy. I didn't see it, but I see it now. Think I love you, and I need you now. Oh. Ain't had nothing like you in a while. It's a spatic gay point. I love you, puppy. I love you, puppy. I first thought she was saying I love her puppy. No, you're fucking racist, dude. Oh, I don't know. I know. All I know is I don't want to see fucking giant bulges in the screen. Uh, now you're making Fez feel bad about himself. Tom, Jesus. Uh, that's enough. South, want too long, Chris. South Bronx, see the borough. What up? <laughs> yeah. For those internationals. All right, we got a break here. You're going to come back and lay some hip-hop on us, Chris? Yeah, I got a five for us. I got a five. Rap songs about TV shows. We'll do that when we get back. It's the Run Fez Show. On Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Serious XM. Com- Comedy. Hit Channel 99. Hey, comedy fans, what's up? It's Jeffrey Gurney for Serious XM Radio, bringing you the 411 on what's going on in the comedy scene in New York, LA, and anywhere else I think is important. Within one minute, Comedy Central's hit Crawl Show just got picked up for its third season, which Nick announced recently on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Seth hosted a panel on Crawl Show during the recent New York Comedy Festival with Nick, exec producer John Levenstein, and director John Kreisel, who created IFC's Portlandia for star Fred Armisen, the band leader for Seth's new show. It's a fun, incestuous group. I myself just appeared in the finale with Nick, Laura Dern, Amy Poehler, and Katy Perry. One of my prized possessions is a sign posted to me from Bobby Battle Service saying, to Jeff, the only person with better hair than me. Anyway, that's it for me. This has been Jeffrey Green for SiriusXM reminding you, you may forget a lot of things, but never forget that comedy matters. Follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey Green and on ComedyMattersTV.com. Shout out to Nick Kroll. That's my one minute. I'm out.
we got to get rid of this. We got to get rid of this imaging. Shelby, tomorrow you're completely in charge of the rejoiners. You got it. It's a big move for a young man like you. Keep moving your. Keep doing this to the mic, though. That just goes to show that you're ready to produce. Uh, right, you got it. One of your heroes, Joe Mandy, is stopping in here uh, in just a little bit. He's going to be on late night with Seth Myers, and tonight he's at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Tomorrow he's at the Great Scott in Alston, Mass. at seven o'clock, and his mixtape, Bitch Face is available on iTunes. Now, what exactly is the, is the mixtape about, Shelby? He's doing like kind of, you know, rap, rap artists. They put out a mixtape. It's not like their album. He's doing that with stand-up where there's like, you know, drops in between, little sketches. We have Nick Kroll, Amy Poehler featured on it. It's a new thing. Is Jeffrey Gurian on this? I don't think he... I think he made the B-side, maybe. Because be I got news for you. Date. It seems like he and Jeffrey Gurian are Eskimo twins. I think they are friends. He writes for Crawl Show, so you probably met him. Shout out to Nick Crawl. I'm out. <laughs> have we uh, played his new one this week? Yeah, we play, Yeah, we, he's we got some Gurian on. Is it playing on all the channels? He's always asking me. I have to talk to Gil. No, it's not. Okay, I don't have to talk to Gil. How come? Uh, Gil wants to have a sit down, another sit down with Jeffrey, and go over some formatics. Well, he ever does a sit down. It's a constant. That's not a problem. Did you let Jeffrey know? He would have been here eight minutes ago. No, I just found out this morning. So right. have... Let Jeffrey know, because he's on his way down south around Miami way. Anyway, this all was about bitch face. Uh, the mixtape. Are you putting out a mixtape at all for your career? I don't. I don't. I think people would hate that. People fucking love you, Shelby. He's so down on himself. You know what? I just thought Kathleen from the Bronx uh, broke her leg in two different places. God. The femur and the lower femur. Wait, is that is that parts of the uh, leg? What's the leg parts called? <sighs> Like uh, a tibia or something? Ankle? Ankle bone? Wait, come on. What are you, fucking three? Ankle bone connected to the foot bone? Yeah, right. I'm looking for medical terms, dude. <laughs> I'm not sitting here fucking wondering if it's called an ankle or not. I think the femur, if you crack that, that's one of the most painful things a human can endure. Everything hurts. So, we wanted to send her something. What about we put Shelby in a little box? I'm down for that. Uh, I think we had to do mouse... Uh, Make up with him too, and that when he jumps out of the box, he just yells "squeak." <laughs> oh man, we ought to do it. Forget you being hissed the cockroach. What if you? <laughs> what if you squeak the homeless mouse? I like that, but I didn't know we even settled on a name for the cockroach. Hiss, hiss. His name is Hiss. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary, scary, right? It's, fucking, it's, it's, it's scary, but you know why? Kids are going to get to love him. Because, like, what kid doesn't like to see a cockroach in their room? <laughs> Just flying around their I face. play with it. Cockroaches fly? 
In New York, they do. Flying cockroaches, such a fucking thing, dude. They don't. They really more jump and fall. They but flutter. They, yeah, they, they flutter. flutter. That's disgusting. It's the worst fucking thing in the world. Dude, the worst thing in the world is a fucking palmetto bug. Figure like a cockroach as big as your fist. Oh, God. They're yeah, they're down in Florida. How they I used to see spiders down there that were big enough to fucking go around your whole head. Like a virtual reality thing. I would just set set fire to wherever I saw that. Like, is, there must be a nest there, so we let's kill them all. That's why there's sinkholes down there, because they're digging around under your fucking house till it finally caves, caves in. This thing's that's disgusting. Well, I, if, if I was in Florida, I would be my life's mission to destroy the palmetto bug. I, here's one that really disgusts me, too. What is this, silverfish? You know what I'm talking about there? Yeah, yeah. The silver. Yeah, here we go. That's fucking oh. really disgusting. The multiple legs is nasty. yeah. I don't like. I like four is a maximum for legs of anything that I like on the planet Earth. Like a caterpillar, and even then, most of fours I don't like. <laughs> Caterpillars disgust me. There's just so many nasty bugs out there that just they're awful. Uh, you want to hear something fucking gross? If you took all the bugs in the world, right? They would fucking, and put them together in one big pile, they would weigh more than ten times if you put all the humans together. This is how many more bugs there are than fucking human beings. We're living in Starship Troopers, man. We're living on a fucking bug planet. We're on planet K. That's why we think we're in charge, but we ain't. If all the bugs, like, say they got their shit together, right, and they could overtake us, we wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah, there was nothing we could do. They would li- it would just be a literal swarm, and well, just eating and destroying everything. It, in, in I don't know, now that we have Raid, they probably <laughs> fucked up, but they should have got on us before that. They should have got us before we started doing chemicals. They could take down a couple cities easy before but we... Here's what I was, uh, I was a pondering. Do you think the bugs even think of that, oh, it's a human planet, we just happen to live on it? Do you think any other animal besides the dog gives us the respect that we fucking earned? I was gonna say the the apes and monkeys because you know we can train them to a point where they'll they'll be like helpers for people. So I, I think they might. And plus, you know, the DNA thing's so close. I think they recognize us, but just as like a resource. Like a roach is like knows that that creature has food that we can get into. Places that we can crawl Get around. Get your own fucking food, you disgusting fuck. Get a job. Some kind of like a little roach job. Work your way up. Evolve. Maybe get into a lab one day. Think. Get a driver's license. A debit card. Make something out of yourself. Anyone get a debit card. Right. It's easy. I have a debit card. I have fucking negative credit. His debit actually fucking bounced. <laughs> I hate a fucking bug. They're the fucking worst thing ever. And That's people... why I do love Starship Troopers. Oh, we light them up. Yeah. And it still stands up, that first Starship Troopers. It's it's still good. Yeah. It's still a fun movie to watch. I don't understand people who like keep bugs as pets. Who does that? People there are people who like You're I lying. Have... No, I'm not you know a lot of people keep fish? People keep bugs. That's a lie. What you're saying to me now is a lie. It's truth. I'm telling you, people have just cases of bugs. Of Who? Like weirdos. Name one, dude. There's there's strange. Name pe- a famous person with a with a bug as a pet. I don't. I don't think I could name a famous. Name person. somebody that you and I know, because you're making stuff up. No, dude. There. I've seen people with. In college, I knew a kid who had a fucking. It looked like he was dirty. <laughs> that wasn't his pet. It was. He didn't a, keep his fucking apartment clean. It was a fucking bug aquarium. I'm not making this shit up. People keep spiders as pets. 
And I think it's funny. You're talking about a terrarium? The fuck is a terrarium? He's right. You're fucking stupid. Though, isn't that proven? What, hey, what was Wiggy doing over there with you? Just uh, saying what's up. Saying hi. Oh. I never know. He like does that thing. I think that he wants us, but he doesn't. All right, this terrarium. What all goes in there? All right, this t- a terrarium can have um, a turtle. turtles in it. Yeah. Yeah, bugs are food for the turtle. <laughs> Look at this. All right, check this out. Those are just worms. These people keep worms as pets. A worm isn't a bug. You fucking make a statement. First of all, that guy's keeping bait. You ever see when people keep worms in like a fucking Chinese food container? Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, let's go. Uh, Austin wants to call you out. Hey, Austin, what's up, buddy? What's up, Ronnie? Uh, yeah, Hicks. Uh, what the hell is a helper monkey? <laughs> <laughs> you, seriously, you're the dumbest fucking person. And one day, Fez is going to feel better and come in here and slap you down. You know, he's going to yell, "Give me the mic, you idiot!" <laughs> Aren't you, Fez? I think that there's the ones yeah. that hold the hat out yeah. while you play the accordion. You know, you son you of a pe- bitch. You people knew what Austin's I meant. Austin's right. Like that lady up in Connecticut who had the had the ape that like helped her out. You know what? That wasn't a helper. I want to do this. I want to fucking have you go out and live Austin's life one day, and have him come in here and kill it. <laughs> I crushed it, Ron. I know you would. I have total faith, even though your last phone call was fucking hideous. Out there, man. Out there. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah, that's all right. You're talking some shit. All right. Talk to you later, man. Peace. There are are apes out there that help people. No, there aren't. You're thinking of Planet of the Apes. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. This guy has a beetle in a jar. It's disgusting. I can't. That's bait. It's not bait. They keep it. It's like the, I have a rare bug, so this I want to show it off to people. Is that why you keep throwing up? You got a rare bug? <laughs> Seriously, if you ever get a fucking disease like that, I'll go. Well, he's always fucking around with bugs. No, I'm. I don't. I hate bugs. I don't. I'm not gonna fuck around with any bugs. But there are people out there who are obsessed with them. You say you hate it, but if there was a bug big enough, you'd fuck it. <laughs> Would it have a human-like vagina? Why don't you leave part of your $100,000 to the fucking bugs? <laughs> no. It's going to one person. Yeah. Uh, Tony, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, what about an ant farm? I had one of those when I was a kid. That oh, yeah. Fun. An ant farm, do they even make them anymore? Yeah, there's... Oh, it's like, here's what an ant farm is. It's like the world's dullest etch-a-sketch. It just fucking does nothing. I mean, they eventually they just all die out, right? I mean, there's no reason for them to stay alive. All pets animal. die out, Chris. No one has a fucking pet that lives forever. Wish. You simpleton. <laughs> yeah, ant farm's still around. Look, here's one. This, this fucking image seems pretty recent. I mean, first of all, that thing hasn't been updated and ever. That's a fucking 1964 design if I ever saw one. <laughs> I think they have them now where they crawl through gel instead of sand. What? No, I want one. And an ant. I hate the look of that thing. Even though they're common and you should get used to it, I hate that big bulbous thing on the end of it. Yes. I guess that's what it's called. Why you do what we used to do? Burn them or pour boiling water down their fucking holes? That'll teach them. I have no problem just destroying bugs left and right. 
We already said there's there fuck they there's more of them than there is us, like weight wise. And even individually. <laughs> a lot more. Here I wanna give you a fucking scene, you're not gonna believe there's bugs that we haven't even discovered yet. They know it. There's still fucking things out there that we haven't discovered. There's some horrible nightmare creature out there just waiting for us to find. I don't know what it is. It's a nightmare creature. I'll, I'll guarantee it. Just some giant horrible bug. All right, people say that you think that there's helper monkeys yeah. because of the Simpsons and Mojo. <laughs> Oh, you fucking think that a cartoon is a fucking documentary, don't you? Check this out: Helping Hands Monkey Helpers. <laughs> this is fucking racist. Get off that fucking site. That is a racist site. Uh, email it to me first. Um, Scott, you're on the run for the show. Butterfly collection, bitches. Now you're killing the insects there. You're not keeping a pet. You're pinning them. I mean, so those girlish too for a for a dude to have a. Yeah, but you, here's the weird thing about that, because I don't think a little girl would want to pin a living butterfly in. They don't even kill it first. They pin it while it's alive. Oh. They pin it to a fucking piece of paper. It's kind of morbid. Yeah. Scientists discovered something called a troll-haired insect recently, and it's just, it looks like a shrimp with fucking... Where was it at? Tell me not in New York. It was a Sur in Suriname. Where the fuck is that? I think Africa. I could be way off you on think. that. I, it's a it's funny name, so I suppose Africa. You're like the biggest racist I've ever met in my life. South America. All right, you're a double racist. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, a double racist. I'll tell you, if I w went to South America, I'd just start scratching right from the fucking word go. I mean, this Amazon is there. That's fucking... I know. Area, that's area one for creepy, <laughs> nasty bugs that will kill you. They got little fish that'll swim up your dick hole. That's how fucked oh. up they are. Oh, yeah, and then, like, it stays inside your dick hole. Like they so what? <laughs> so what? What do you want to do? Piss it back out again? I want to get oh, it out of my It's got these hole. little spine things that pop out and oh. just stick in there. It ain't happening to you now, Chris. Just imagine. Ow. And then you get like a brash that breaks out on your neck, <laughs> and you get a high fever. Why would Why would there be more high? Isn't it enough? That no, you're... you actually shit pus. Oh, it's gonna burn. <laughs> pus is gonna burn out your butt. And pus shit. Where there should be pus, there's shit. <laughs> you're disgusting, Chris. <laughs> I'd say that Shelby did. I know, but you know how like you ever get like that little eye fucking thing come out? Uh -huh. That'll eye snot. Yeah. That'll be fucking shit that you're wiping out your you're own eyes. Shit eyes. That's a mean case of pink eye. The number Stink one song eye. was with shit eyes come back to me. <laughs> shit eyes. Fez, I don't know why you don't want the fucking stick. It's fun. I always fucking have fun when I got the stick. Um. Here's uh, Richard. Richard, you're on Ron Fez show. Hey, uh, Chris said that the Starship Troopers has got some rewatchability to it. Yeah, that movie sucks, man. Especially like the shit. second time around. Yeah, the second time around, the acting is horrible. You know who sucks, Chris? Is it Richard? You know who sucks? You suck, shit eyes. Because that fucking movie. Why don't you squirt is... out a couple shit tears for us, huh, you pussy? You don't like Starship Troopers? You go straight Seriously. to hell. Seriously. It's a bug planet! It's a bug planet! 
Bugs whacked us, Johnny. <laughs> they got PA. That's home. That's our home. Rico's Roughnecks. It's good they took over for Ratchak. Is this your papers? Not anymore. It's afraid. <laughs> it's afraid. <laughs> That was like Neil Patrick Harris's first movie role. And p- personally, I think it's also the best fucking football movie of all time. <laughs> I mean, the, all right, so in that football scene, were they like just ridiculously jacked up to do all those things, or did the soup give them powers? I don't know what happened. I, was trying, I, was, I, think, I always thought there, they advanced physically to be able to do those moves. Well, the important thing is, despite his great football playing... And uh, and despite the fact that he was a roughneck, Johnny Rico was a fucking cuck. (laughs) And she used to fucking call him on there while she was getting eaten out by that other fucking effeminate looking dude. That guy was a dick. Dick, but he was fucking, he was a flyer, you know? No, he he, he didn't help him. Guy's brain sucked out by the fucking brain bug. He was a douche boat, really. Yeah, he was a douche boat. But I did kind of feel bad. Um, when he got his brain sucked out. He did save Rico on uh, Planet K. Because it was a trap. Holy shit. I just got an email nine minutes ago um, that I can't believe. It said, I think that you should send Kathleen the Eagles' greatest hits. And it's from Mikey Boy. Long lost Mikey Boy. Mikey Boy still alive? Wow. Our old friend who disappeared with $400,000 of our money and we never saw again. Oh, I wonder what South American... I mean, he's in Suriname right now. Suriname. I believe that's Africa. <laughs> <laughs> or French Guiana. Sucking down a daiquiri trying to fight off bugs. Uh, all right, Fuzzy, I got to get you into this show tonight. And I don't know, where you've been yeah. picking at that fucking thing on your face? Oh, yeah. Is that a mole? No, it's a, it's a zit. Well, here's what happens. You start to scratch at it, and then you get the dry blood going down your face. Oh. Did you just lick your fucking finger in the thing? That's, that's disgusting. That's going back to you no. dipping your pinky in your fucking ass and I, ear. I don't do that. Oh, I that just, isn't I, nearly as bad. I had a choice of whether I'd rather dip my ear into my, my dip my finger into my ear and then my ass or the vice versa. I went with Mikey. Come back. You know that it's plain to see. Uh, Mikey boy, back in our life. Yeah, we will send her the Eagles' greatest hits. Philadelphia Eagles' greatest hits. Home. Of Mark Sanchez. We got Sanchez! Yeah. But fumble time on Broad Street! Eagles and Jets are the biggest losers in the world. <laughs> they just switch backups. Chip Kelly says he sees a lot in Sanchez. <laughs> we all do. What? All you gotta do be, I like it when he wears that little like little Bon Jovi fucking thing around his head. It's a it's a little girl's tiara is what he's wearing yeah. without the jewels. <laughs> yeah. Looks retarded. You know what? This is that's you being anti gay again. <laughs> First you went from fucking racist to anti gay. Covering all your bases today. You're covering all of your bases. Or biases. One or the other. James, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey guys, I was wondering, we're uh, almost down to what, two weeks until the 6th, so are you guys planning a party? What, what's the plans here for Fez's Goodbye? Um, I, I, I'm going to say this again, Fez is beloved. 
beloved. Well, I understand he's beloved, but he hasn't come on. We haven't heard shit in three months. And I no, I mean he's beloved by the bosses. They love him. Fucking crazy. I thought they were supposed to be listening to the program and figuring out if he was actually part of the show. All right, he's going to come back at you right now. He ain't going to sit and take this. Give a going away party to you. All right, clip that bastard. It's a whip, not a clip. Um, my... Mikey D's back, too. He said he just came from Petland and has three crickets to play with. Mo, Larry, and Curly. Um, I, I'm going to ask Fez if you want to do the thing that you said you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, that Terminator movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger is pulling the uh, playing the Terminator at age sixty six, and he has discussed how he can still be the Terminator. When was the original movie? Like eighty three? How he can still be the Terminator uh, and look this old? He said conveniently that's because the skin on top of the Terminator exoskeleton would age, so he would look like this as as the Terminator now. I think that's just too annoying and too convenient. And I don't think it would work. I think that the skin wouldn't match up to the exoskeleton. When someone ages, the whole thing ages. The skeleton, the t- the muscle, the skin. If his Terminator body is still in there, it's not going to fit that skin anymore. Let me jump in and just point out to the last caller. And you're not going to re-sign this gentleman? He brings it. You're welcome. You're welcome, North America. Um, you know, did you notice that uh, Schwarzenegger's becoming more beloved all the time? Oh, he's embraced. He, look, he's become like um, the internet has fallen, lo- fallen you know back is? in love with he, him. He's the uh, new Captain Kirk. People are losing it. He keeps doing these Reddit AMAs. And they, he keeps just, he just pops up. He does th- funny vines. Yeah, and then he did the uh, the picture at Google where he was smoking in front of a no smoking sign, yeah, shoving it in was their really face. Cool, I was really cool. I, I loved it. I was like, yeah, Schwarzenegger, you show him, you show him that smoking is good for you. And now that he's not the governor anymore, he's actually starring in decent action films that are like you know okay. kind of the 80s they have some humor in them but it's not like just some well name one because I don't know these things I'll look up his films since he got knocked out of the governorship because I haven't seen one of them what was the one where he was a, he was like a Texas sheriff even though he has this crazy accent we're supposed to like okay he's a uh, He's down in Texas running things. Yeah, he was in something called The Last Stand. That was a good one. No. No one, no one comes into San Antonio <laughs> starting any shit. I was born and raised here <laughs> on the border. Bob in Illinois. So as you can cause me to have a wreck with, with the spells of dead air, I have to keep looking over the display on my radio to see if it's not on or off. All right, someone tried that joke yesterday. So, I mean, we were talking about Twitter thieves earlier. I think we got a phone Hello? thief. I'm hoping he wrecks. I'm staying quiet. Unfortunately, we haven't heard a crash. That was weird. Um, yeah, I, uh, 
I don't. I haven't seen any of his movies. I can't. It's too embarrassing. I don't watch Sly Stallone's movies either. Well, they had they had a movie. Did you see the, uh, the trailer for that movie they had together, like a, during around Christmas, where they're both stuck in a prison together that Stallone designed, and they had to they had to escape from it, like a future prison called Escape Plan. No, it had Jim Caviezel in it. Fallen Jesus? Off, fallen off since he had played Jesus. If I was him, I'd call myself Jesus Jim Caviezel. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see a fucking movie with Caviezel and Diesel. That those two guys would finally get together. I would fucking be there opening Bring back day. Wolfpack. <laughs> the Fast and the Righteous. <laughs> <laughs> get it? And Schwarzenegger's last latest movie is called Sabotage. He leads DAA. Talks about his marriage. <laughs> Here's the other thing about him fucking the maid. I'm sorry, you don't want your fucking husband to fuck a maid. Don't have one. What are you going to do? Just have a Spanish chick walking around in the middle of the day? Shit, she's always there. Yeah. She's got those big Spanish tits. She's fluffing your fucking bills up. <laughs> Sooner or later, something's going to happen. Come on, Schwarzenegger's bored. Fucking Shriver's doing all sorts of weird candy shit. He has no time for him. It's not weird candy shit. They're fucking helping <laughs> fucking special needs kids. Whatever the fuck that is. They, they came up. They invented the Special Olympics. Did they? Yeah. I had no idea. Well, Sergeant Shriver started that. That was Sergeant Slaughter. No. Sergeant Slaughter did it, but as a joke. <laughs> it was just mean. Here he is dancing with the maid. She loved it. Uh, George, you're on the Run and Fez show. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Yo, Fez, any idiot that knows two things about blueberries knows that if you can keep the flux capacitor of over 86 miles an hour, it's ageless, baby. Wrong movie, my friend. We're talking the very real science of Terminator robots. Well, they're not robots. They're they, Cyberdyne System 101 cyborg. They're cyborgs, which makes them human and machine. And yes, that would mean that the body would age. The body part of that would age. Yeah, look, it, it's the Terminator, his, his mild Terminator... Is, has living tissue over the endoskeleton. They explained that the first fucking time. That's that's how they originally infiltrated the resistance and started killing all of John Connor's buddies. Maybe Fez is afraid uh, of the stick because it sounds so phallic. Try calling it the talking pillow. That's from, uh, I think, Sarah. Do you, remember, you know right now, Kathleen from the Bronx has living tissue over her robot exoskeleton? Oh, Jesus. See as she can get, like, the Wolverine claws, but coming out of her toes. Much better than Wolverine. I don't think we have to compare. Why compare? I want Kathleen to be better than Hugh Jackman, or the Hugh Jackman character, Wolverine. Hmm. And clothes cannot travel through time. We've learned that. Yeah, you have to be naked. <laughs> it's just that's just how it is. Show off those goods for traveling through time. So, Fez, in your opinion, the cyborgs would not even live to be as old as humans. No, they no because the skin wouldn't fit anymore, so it would get caught up in the cyborg's body. 
and just either tear off or rip through. The cyborg would go faster than the muscles could go. Well, but, it would always be like that. Well, he doesn't have muscles. He just has the skin. No, he doesn't have skin. He has muscle under too. Because he had blood. Remember when he got his face cut? Oh, yeah. You idiot. <laughs> Not like he had like gears and stuff. I know that? his fez is fez is not making a lot of sense here, because really, if you think about it, what they're saying is it's a person on the on the outside of it. So fez, in your opinion, how long would a cyborg live? I would say they they would have to get the skin replaced every now forget three. Skin, no, not forget skin replaced. It's a fucking human being. Wrapped around this, how long would it live? It would live, I would say, 30 years before um, it was completely gone. Well, he was older than 30 when he did it. So right now, this entire, the logic of this is ridiculous. Let's see what the callers, I know they're, they're getting fired up into this. Playing Fez Logic. Get a hold of the phone company and see if there's something wrong with our phones. Okay, I'll call. And uh, I didn't know that Norice was here. Norice is here today, yes. Who else? And Vito. I didn't know either one of them were here. Yeah, they, they had they um they had to take off for finals. Is Norice learning that poppy song? I told her she better get this down. And yeah, tell her that she's going to be doing it at two o'clock hour. It's I love I love you, Poppy. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing about Terminator. That Sarah Connor was one shitty parent, banging random dudes, having her. Just she had to learn, to survive. Learn survival skills. She had to. She had to trade the only thing that she had: her <laughs> hot little vagina. <laughs> All right, I'll blow you. But after that, you're going to teach my son how to blow things up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know how to hotwire a car, right? Here's I kind of felt sorry for her. But she also had one of those weird little 80s fucking hair bands at the end of that. Like she was singing lead for Bon Jovi. Oh, that, that hair looked fucking nuts. It's like Elaine, first season of Seinfeld. I don't like when you always run Elaine down. I, I love Elaine. But that hair looked crazy that first season. Um, Travis, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B, million bucks. I just wanted to defend Shelby because that last stand movie was amazing. The director, that dude, Kim Ji Woon, he did that, uh, the remake of Good, the Bad, and the Ugly over there in Korea, Good, the Bad, and the Weird. He's obsessed with westerns. What he tried to do. I don't even know what this movie is. What movie did you bring up, Shelby? Talking about The Last Stand. I'm trying to listen to Chris type. No, I haven't seen. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Did you think it was awesome? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie for like not shitty. You know, Stallone is putting out some bad ones, but it was a good. You know, had Johnny Knoxville some humor plus good action. I haven't seen it. Think, uh, think uh, last uh, the three ten to Yuma meets a uh, high noon in like modern times with a bad German accent. I won't go that far. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's in this movie too. He's in every movie. And Luis Guzman's in it, so I mean... Love Luis Guzman. more than enough reasons to see it. Love him. Uh, Joe Mandy's stopping in here. He's performing tonight on Late Night with Seth Meyers. 
Uh, and then tonight is at uh, Brooklyn at the Bell House. Tomorrow, Great Scott in Alston, Mass., 7 o'clock. And he's got the mixtape uh, Bitch Face. And he'll be here in just a little bit. Also, what is it? What were you whispering? Shelby, what are you whispering? What'd you say, Shelby? I can't read your lips, Shelby. The calls were... I just told her to get the calls up a little faster, that's all. Well, why did you say it in here? Gotta watch my mic. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Brandon, you're on the Run of Fez show. I don't know why we don't turn his mic off when he does that. My whole fucking um, show thinks through the New York Times, but back in the fucking 70s. <laughs> uh, Dusty, on line four, you're on the Run of Face show. Hello? Yeah, Dusty, what's up, buddy? I was just saying I know why the bosses love Fez. Why is that? Because they are going to lowball the living fuck out of you come contract time. I don't know. I think they enjoy him. I say Fez is easily the most loved person on this show. I think it goes like this. Fez, Shelby, Ron, 50 yards of shit. Chris Stanley. God damn it. Can't believe I'm below this shit again. Fez gets love. Shelby gets compliments. Ron's, Ron gets put up with. And then, well, you know. Generally disliked. I will tell you this. It wasn't helpful yesterday when you got put in a certain square by Fezzy on the air. Oh, yeah. I remember that. It's not helpful at all. Joe Mandy, well, you came and you brought some humor. Joe Mandy is going to be here uh, next. We'll break for this. He's performing tonight on Late Night with Seth Meyers, uh, America's favorite new late night show. Then he's at the Bell House in Brooklyn, which is now being called Largo East. Tomorrow he's in Great Scott. Uh, at Great Scott in Alston, Mass. at 7 o'clock. I have to admit, I know nothing about this. And then his mixtape, Bitch Face, available on iTunes. We'll break and get right back with Joe Mandy. It's the Run of Fest show. Cause that's what bosses do what? Money in the bank I could take a loss or two Filet mignon Plus I'm eating lobster too what? That game is on Ooh, I hate when Boston lose That movie blows You can call me Boston Lou Oh, it comes into his own theme song Yep, yep Joe Mandy here On an incredibly busy day for him Pretty busy He leaves here And does Late Night with Seth Meyers Correct And then the Bell House tonight Brooklyn In Brooklyn I'm trying to get the thing going down For the East Coast Largo for that It isn't catching on But I'm really trying hard They just gotta do more comedy shows And then they'll, they'll 
they'll, they'll have it. Get it. They'll get that title. Why and not? then tomorrow night you're in Alston, Mass. at Great Scott and yep. Bitch Face. Bitch Face is out iTunes. <laughs> You've got too much happening. I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm overcompensating. I I'm, when I'm writing for Parks and Rec, I'm just stuck in a room with a bunch of writers and I don't do anything. You write for Parks and Rec, which is. One of the coolest shows yeah, that I we agree. have. I think so. And then as soon as you get the chance, you're out doing 98.5 other yeah, projects. Yeah, that's, I, I spend, uh, I, you know, I spend all my time planning the, my three months off, basically. Yeah. So that's where every, that's why everything's got to be packed in on a Pretty run much. like this? Yeah, right. Because then after all, all this stuff, I'm on the road with Aziz. I'm opening for Aziz for a couple weeks in April. Which will be fun as hell, because yep. his crowd shows up like mad people. Right. It's great. And, you know, it's funny because I'm technically a warm-up comic for mm -hmm. him, but I'm not warming anything up. They're already, <laughs> They're already <you> know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, it's good. It's a win-win. That's what I always say for those shows, because it's like, um, if I do badly, it's not like they're, they're not going to remember me. Sure. So, yeah, it's great. I you you were the guy that was just there before. Right. They were as happy as they could <laughs> exactly. possibly be. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, Shelby wanted everybody to brought in these beverages in honor of you today. Oh. So, Shelby, what's the story on this? It's a delicious LaCroix water. LaCroix water. LaCroix what is it about water? this water that you love so much? Um, I just, I genuinely enjoy it. Uh-huh. Particularly the uh, pomplamoose flavor. All right. Uh, I see we got peach pear, mm. natural coconut. Oh, man. Coconut is, uh, that's that's advanced level stuff right there. Um, That's Cran Raz. So all these you know, <laughs> yeah. water in No, I'm their celebrity spokesperson. But are you? Do you actually work for them? Or no. You just what happened was I just wouldn't stop talking about it at work and demanding our production assistant to keep buying cases of it. And my boss was like, "You should. What are you, their spokesperson?" And I yeah. just I put it in my Twitter bio saying unofficial spokesperson, and I kind of secreted it. Now they just they've they've just like. Uh, accepted it and they've let me I, I introduced their latest flavor and on Twitter and <laughs> they sent me t-shirts and stuff my album I said my album I put their logo all over my album they didn't get permission for that all right, I'm gonna drink one of these and see what it's like but it's mainly water with just a little flavoring yes, right no sodium no calories no preservatives I don't know how to say this. this is the best thing I've ever tasted. Yeah, in my I life. told you seriously it's, <laughs> it's the best really thing good. I've ever tasted in my life did not have the pomplamoose the Dip yeah. Mars Boulevard. Up, Shelby. Yeah, come on, man. Because I don't even want to. I don't want to tell you this, yeah. Joe. Shelby loves you so much oh, that it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and here's here's the really here's the thing. Like Jay Moore was supposed to stop in, yeah. And he goes, I don't want him here the same time as Joe. Why is that? I don't know. He gets a little aggressive. I just thought he—he oh, he yeah. did not want you to have a bad time here, <laughs> and he thought I feel like that, I could hold my own. Yes. But I, pre I appreciate yeah. that. And I actually said to him, "I go, he's a comedian. He's not. He's going to be happy to yeah. hang out." Of course. But uh, I mean, I, I appreciate anyone looking out for me. There would have been enough waters. Right, he's exactly. got your back. Yeah. In any situation. Thanks, dog. Now, what is it Get that you what What is it that you fear about Jay Moore? Who well, I, I think is of is a lovely man. Look, I I think he's a lovely man as well. I just don't know, you know, personalities might clash. <laughs> There's no clashing personalities. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I've I've gathered a reputation from my troublemaking on the internet. I I think people think I'm like that in real life. Who do you fight with on the internet? I just um I mean. I, I have like a list of people that I kind of just monitor and make fun of, you know. Every time that they. 
tweet. You've, you're mm-hmm. a troll, basically. Mm-hmm. For them. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah. yeah, I'm like I'm I'm probably like the king of the trolls. Well, what do you get out of that, Joe? What uh, feels great about <laughs> I don't, pulling down one of these people? I'm not. I'm just retweeting. I don't know. <laughs> I you know I've actually I've kind of scaled back on that. I think I think I'm now I'm just focused on using Twitter to get free stuff like shoes and and you can get free water. stuff from yeah. Twitter. Yeah, I got all sorts of free stuff from Twitter. I had no idea this. Yeah. I just, uh, uh, Adidas just sent me a pair of, uh, Ricky Rubio signed, uh, sneakers. Signed by Ricky? Yeah. All right, now I'm going to go on Twitter. After yeah, all this time, it. I've given in. Of course, you're, you have a radio show. Just start saying you, you like stuff. And well, I, yeah, I mean, I've been getting stuff for years, but I get Coke and mm-hmm. I get, you know, cigars and I get concert tickets. That's but great. I didn't know I could get the Ricky Rubios. Right. Do you, you just, just tweet out, I'd love a pair of signed well, Ricky Rubios? Um, well, what happened with that was I came up with a nickname for the Washington Wizards backcourt. Mm-hmm. I, I called them the House of Guards. Well, I love that. It's pretty good. And uh, I, I, like, I posted that. I made a Photoshop logo for that. Uh-huh. And then like a month later, Adidas made t-shirts that said House of Guards. And I called them out. I was like, well, where'd you get that idea? <laughs> and I think they all backtracked and freaked out. Because it looks like I'm powerful on Twitter because I have a, yeah. a million followers, although I purchased almost all of them. That's the best way to go. Yeah. So I have like 900,000 bots. I'm very open about that. <laughs> but see, here's the thing about the House of Guards. We just had this conversation mm-hmm. today. Is it stealing if you take it off Twitter? Obviously, you don't yeah. steal from a stand-up or a writer or a film. But yesterday, we found out someone called in or wrote in to us and used another person's joke off of Twitter. The first person, Quinn, was furious. And I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know what to do about it. This is un... This has never yeah, been it's, done. The, it's kind of the Wild West with, yeah. the, with the Twitter. Because people steal tweets all the time or like like if not tweets then like it's hard it's hard to stake claim on like dumb bits you do on twitter you right. know because then people just start doing your your bits and it's like well i mean who cares it truly doesn't matter you twitter's see, like the most meaningless you thing. fleshed it out a little more than the 140 characters <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> see this is why this this could be perfect for parks and rec now you know one of my favorite things is the douche the douche oh, to me yeah, the radio course. show the douche of course is just i actually think my life would be better if i went into a small town and just did aggressive just radio dominate yeah. yeah and you need a sound you need you need to get shelby start doing sound effects like uh china Joe. We tried, um, you know, my bosses, it's very yeah. funny because the two things they want, imaging mm-hmm. and us to tweet. Imaging? Tweet. Radio yes. imagery? <laughs> just, yes, yeah, just imaging. you got to create that. It's like through sound, you create vision for them. Right. And Something we just, that's literally yeah, impossible. Yeah. We don't, I mean, like, we played your music a minute and uh-huh. now we're done. That's uh-huh. our problem with imaging. Right. Well, There should be shit going off all the time that we're talking. I agree, yeah. Just... You know, basketball sounds, sounds when we're talking yeah, right. about... <laughs> well, I was playing some sound effects, but yeah. then every time I'd get on the mic, I'd get close to Fez's mustache. <laughs> we have to share a mic. Oh, yeah. Or maybe we drop, it, that. we drop it, Jay Moore. Oh, no. Every time that we said we couldn't bring him in. Oh, no. That's Jay Moore. And we're not really up enough to do that kind of radio anymore, either. I'll have to grab a sounder from them. That yeah. seems like an early phone. morning thing. I feel like that. Yeah. I've been. I've done a lot of like early morning radio on the road, and they do a lot of that. I think it's just to stay awake mostly. Well, you do that, and also because the 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 sweat that you have in that time slot, you got to pull those people, right? Because you know. 
but most of them are driving to work and they're in the shower and shit, so they're not. You'll get a lot of people, but they won't necessarily be with you the whole right. time. No, one, no one's actually listening, yeah. right? So when I started radio, we did mornings, and in the nine o'clock hour, a lot of times we would just replay stuff that ran in the six o'clock. Is hour. that true? Yeah, yeah. We'd just be like, if you weren't here, you missed this. Here, a girl took her fucking tits out. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, and then be shocked. Like, yeah, the same. Have the same reaction. Like you're hearing it for the yeah. first time. <laughs> well, it was all about being shocking back then. It was just shock jock. Yeah, that's what the douche is all about. He's hysterical, yeah. too, man. Um, do you know Jeffrey Gurian? I was going to bring that I up. I do know too. Jeffrey Gurian, of course. Because I should have had him here today. Too much tuna. Oh, yeah. Is his claim, reunited. Yeah, his claim <laughs> to fame. And um, and now they're even doing too much Gurian if he stops in here. Uh, <laughs> he stays on the show too much. They if he shows up, it's too much Gurian. <laughs> yeah. But he was on again the other night. Yeah, he is. Yeah, we love it. I mean, like, when I, I've been writing for Kroll Show since season one. And uh-huh. when we... Uh, when we came up for it with the idea for Too Much Tuna, the first, all of us, <laughs> me and me, Kroll, Mulaney, we all were, yeah, it has to be Gurian. Well, this is the funniest thing that we were saying to him. Everyone else is in character. Yeah. Everyone, else, <laughs> everyone else goes to makeup. Yeah. They're working on their yeah. voices. He brought his own, yeah, he brought his own just, wardrobe. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's a character. He just himself. walks in. Yeah, yeah, it was great. We, uh, we put his uh, actual website up on yeah. the show. Yeah, no, it's great. He comes up to Montreal every year and does mm-hmm. interviews, and that's always great too. I always try to, I do a lot of interview bombing. Like I'll, I'll, I sat in Chelsea Peretti's interview, and I, I just jump in because I, I can't get, a, I can't get enough Gurian personally. Well, unlike our listeners who really <laughs> want to stop, he stops in about once a week with different people, and uh, he's, I, I find him to be hysterical. But I like anyone who every sentence they have starts with I. Yeah. So that's my, right. you know. And his past is insanely crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. And he's a dentist. On yes. top of all of that. On top of all of it. He could He's fix your teeth yeah. if you need. Uh, you're going to be at the Bell House tonight. Correct. Uh, and the late night with Seth Meyers. Now, I'm surprised that you came in before you got a thing like that to do. I thought you'd be a little tense, going over your notes. No, I I mean, I know the jokes I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And you can only obsess over it so much, you know? I, I mean, the first time... The first time I did Conan, I was like a complete wreck, and yeah, there's like there's no real way to prepare for it really, because they just the show's on and then they throw you out on stage and you know you just do your and for me like five minutes that's like two, one one or two jokes, so <laughs> you know, that's the weirdest thing. I just tell longer jokes than, yeah. than most people maybe, so yeah, it's it's a very weird experience. So if they don't like the first joke, that second joke better kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's uh, I. What was it for my half hour? I I told one joke that was eight or nine minutes long, and that's how I started my <laughs> set. And I was like, "Oh man, if this doesn't work, I'm really putting myself in a deep hole here." Yeah. So uh, and then uh, the Bell House, you just go out and have fun. Oh, the Bell House is going to be so fun. I got uh, Max Silvestri and Wyatt Cenac. Uh Great. They're coming out and they're doing the show. Uh, 
going to pull out. I got this iPad that I, I'm using on stage. I got my own sound. I've got my own sound effects, actually. So I'm, I'm going to be doing what we were just talking about. Well, what you, we were talking about, and we haven't jumped on it since. We still haven't done it. We're doing radio here. Uh, and then tomorrow, you're in Alston, Mass. Yeah. Which I was saying, I don't know this place. Grace Alston. Scott. Oh, Grace Guys. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like a rock club. It's like uh, uh, right outside of Boston and Alston near Boston University. Uh, and then, of course, Bitch Face is available <laughs> yeah. now on iTunes. Yeah. Got your own mixtape. Got my mixtape. It's, al- it's also streaming for free on SoundCloud. So if, you're, if you don't feel comfortable uh, spending four ninety nine on iTunes, uh, you can listen to it for free. All right. Now, here's somebody who wants to bring up Twitter thievery. Uh-huh. Uh, Gary, in, Gary in Kansas. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, Ron. Uh, the night of the Academy Awards, I tweeted out about gravity. I uh I said something to the effect of so many, all these people accepting awards for gravity and not one uh, thank you to Sir Isaac Newton. And later on that night, uh, Albert Brooks uh, retweeted the same thing. And it, it was on, it was either at the, it was the hashtag uh, Academy Awards or whatever. I, I was following along with you guys. Now, do you feel like he stole that from you? Or well, no one would have put my together did. Isaac my Newton got and gravity? About it. <laughs> And uh, I, I was like, are you kidding? Why are you mad? That's Albert Brooks. I'm not going to get in a Twitter war with Albert Brooks. I'm like, hey, right. Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, I mean. See, so this I is the thing that I hate about Twitter is it makes this guy even feel somewhat equal with Albert Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at one of the greatest no, fucking comedic minds yeah. that's ever lived. And this guy feels yeah. like an equal with him. It's, a, it's like, well, I mean, I got there first. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool that Albert Brooks got it so much later than I know what we could do right now. Let's just let's film your act for mm. Seth Meyers, mm. and then we'll throw it up on the internet before him, and just be Great. like, uh, yeah. "Yeah, TMZ this." Yes, <laughs> well, that is true. Like yesterday, I did this thing, uh, a town hall we have here with George Lopez, and TMZ caught him on the way in, got these great quotes, and got it up before it even happened. Wow, really? And I was cracking up. That's I'm crazy. Like, they have beat me to end. <laughs> Any punch that I could possibly get about his drinking thing, and I think that the, I think that they got him before he did Howard Stern or after he got Howard Stern. But they were the ones, of course, because they're TMZ and they're camped out front. Were able to get it out. It's there. not even like the reporters hanging out like that. You know, it's just some guy. It just as a voice yeah. from no, coming out of it's nowhere. it's Adam. I see him every day. He's great. It's Adam from TMZ. Everybody <laughs> loves him. And he just, he's making a living hanging out front, just nailing people coming in and out of the building. It's so weird. What a weird, what a weird job. It's, it's actually the weirdest thing about it is, you know, the difference between here and L.A. is those guys freeze their ass off a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, times. No, you have to really earn it here. <laughs> yeah. In L.A., you're just hanging out in 70-degree weather. Yeah, it's kind of easy. You could be out having fun. Yeah. But you were just saying it's gotten weird for everybody in L.A. with The Tonight Show now being in New York. All the comics... Everything, everything's out here now. Yeah, yeah all it's the crazy. comics moved to L.A. years ago in the 70s because of The Tonight Show. Right. There was no other reason. And now, of course, you know, and particularly when you got 30 Rock shot here and stuff... All the movies are shooting in. Yeah, it's a weird thing. You can't be a romantic comedy and not be in New York. It's true. No one. Yeah, it's no one wants because to, to 
it's just I think New York's a more romantic city, right? Like if you shot a, a, a movie like that in L.A., it'd be mostly like you and a girl in traffic trying to get <laughs> right. to a restaurant and valet. Like there's just nothing. It's, it's saying this isn't worth it yeah. on your date. It's not even worth it. That's right the name now. of the movie. It's <laughs> yeah. not worth it. <laughs> Fuck it. But you get it, if you if you watch this, and all you know about America was through movies, you would think, well, people don't fall in love in St. Louis. It just doesn't no. happen there. They have to move to New York, then they fall in mm -hmm. love. You can only go to the arch so many times. <laughs> right. Not, that's, not, much that's going, all you got. not much going on and, there. And, and a Nelly concert. Uh, here's, um, and I can't, is this Armin? Armin, you're on the Run and Fez show. Let me try again. Armin. Hey, do we got you? Yeah. Go ahead, bro. You're on the air. Yeah, it's parallel comedy. It's parallel comedy. Yeah, parallel thinking, correct. Yeah. You throw, it in front, throw a joke in front of uh, three sharp-ass comedians, they're going to find the same vein, and they're all going to step over each other to find the joke. Louis C.K. accused Jay Moore, Dane Cook, and Dennis Leary is stealing from him. It's just parallel comedy. Well, it's going to depend. There's one thing if we all come up with the same Chris Christie line. Mm -hmm. But it's another thing if you specifically get into things that kind of belong to that. Right, or for a second, an anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same joke. You might word it differently, but me and you are going to find the same joke. We'll find the same vein of comedy. You uh, know what you, I mean? You seem like a defense lawyer for a joke. <laughs> I've never heard anyone in the audience come in with this attitude. You see the timestamp. He compared right. Chris Christie to the Sopranos <laughs> at 9.28. The yeah. defendant was 10.13. Well, that's what I mean. I, I get the fact that if you're going to do topical humor, like you could sit around and look at the late night host, and they're all going to do... Well, tonight, I guess they're going to be forced to do this Skid Row, Zac Efron bit. You know, he got busted in Skid Row or whatever. He got punched there. So I expect to see that bit everywhere. Mm -hmm. But if you get into something else that's deeper, like if suddenly I came up with a a cell phone bit that was resembling um, Louis C.K.'s, I would think that's not parallel thinking. Well, even You're influenced. Even if it's like Jay Leno, people started kind of hating on him. I saw people like accusing him of joke thievery, but stealing from people like a joke that happened five years earlier. Right. Like he's the one in his computer, like in all his denim, watching things. Not his writers that could be stealing. No, it's just right. him. It's Jay himself. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that's the case. Jay Jay Leno going on a Google search for like. 2007 <laughs> looking for <laughs> jokes. I mean, a video on Tumblr. Handing it to the writers. <laughs> yeah, Lexus Nexusing jokes. <laughs> but I guess you guys have to worry about that all the time when you're writing for Kroll or because there's been now we're at the point that not only are there a lot of shows on, but you've got 50 years of television yeah, comedy. Yeah, and on top of all that, for Kroll Show, the way the production schedule works is, I mean, they're writing season three right now, right? And mm -hmm. so that's February, March, and they shoot April, May, and then they don't air the show until January. So, like, there's this constant worry with the show. Like, for season one, me and uh, this guy, John Daly, we wrote this sketch called uh, Wheels Ontario, which is a Degrassi parody. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just sat there for, like, seven months before it aired, and we were just like, someone's gonna make a Degrassi parody, <laughs> and we're screwed. Like, yeah. it, you know, and no one did, luckily, but that's always, like, the worry is, like, with TV, 
Yeah, it's so it's so easy for someone to like make a quick YouTube thing and post it. And for TV, this the production schedule can make it like you're just really risking someone could take your idea. Well, there's also so many funny people in Parks and Rec. Who do you give it to? I guess you have to think about all that all the time. Uh, well, I think the characters are pretty defined. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, we know we know what jokes work for which characters. Usually, yeah. yeah. But you got to keep everybody involved every show. For right? sure. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty much the biggest challenge with us. We have, we have so many characters, you know. So. Yeah. I mean, if you just look at like what Rob Lowe alone did with that character, something Killed that should have maybe made one episode just a walk-off character, and he nailed he that nailed thing. It. Yeah, he was so good. Now down to the fact where people are starting to do that character, the overly happy, overly right. nice overly guy, overly healthy guy. Yeah. yeah. And at the same time, and this is the thing about Rob Lowe, if you turned on Californication, he was going in the opposite direction with this really weird kind of Brad Pitt takeoff guy that was just fucking amazing (laughs) that he had these going at the same time. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, he's one of my favorites now, man. He's one of those guys that, when he was a kid, probably had too much handed to him. But now, after time, you're like, oh, I see. Right. He really was good. Right. You know, he wasn't just a cute boy. Uh, you're speaking. Of, I don't. I didn't hear about the Zac Efron thing, but I met him recently. It was really funny because uh, he came up to. I was at a restaurant. He came mm. up to our table. I was with a friend, and like as he came up, I was thinking like, "Fuck, Zac Efron. Who this guy think he is?" And came over and talked to us for about thirty seconds, and he left. And I was like, "I love Zac Efron. <laughs> I was like, totally on board. I was like, I he's know. like the most charming dude. And yeah, sometimes you just resent." Guy, I mean, you know, him and Rob Lowe are two, like, they'd be beautiful women. You know right. what I mean? So yeah, I think you just resent people who are that beautiful. You know what always gets to me, and now focus on this, English movie stars, the guys, are so fucking charming <laughs> mm-hmm. and great that when you're in here with them, you're like, I think I just made a best friend. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's really... Uh... Who are some of the ones that came in? Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes sure. made me feel like a beautiful girl That's great. by the time that he left. I was started to follow him right. and then thought, well, I shouldn't. I'll go Who anywhere else? with Hugh you. Laurie. Yeah, oh, Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Laurie. Forget and, about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Jer- Jeremy Irons. Yeah, Jeremy Irons. I feel like we're playing a game of MASH now. <laughs> I know. And it's working. The Homeland. Oh, what's his... Uh, you just call him Homeland? Back. Yeah, I call him Homeland. What up, Homeland? What up, Homeland? Well, here's what happened to your buddy, Zach Efron. So, showed up on TMZ. Uh-huh. He was on Skid Row, which I had to explain to people is a real oh, place. Oh, man, it's definitely real. And they haven't fixed it. I no. mean, it was like Skid Row in the 30s, and mm-hmm. they haven't fixed it. No, it's uh, go- downtown L.A. is one of the most surreal places in the United States. And the weird thing is, is like we used to have the term Bowery Bum here, mm. but now an apartment in New York on the Bowery is like, you know, $8 million. Sure. There's no reason to let these things stay shitty. But, but that's anyway. the weird thing. People live in downtown L.A. in nice lofts, and some of the best restaurants are down there, but you have to like drive by and walk past like the most destitute people you've ever seen and it's like how how is this a thing like <laughs> that makes it a city though yeah. you know what i mean that that means like they're finally after this time becoming a city and not just suburbs yeah. stuck together really well yeah, off it's suburbs. a good thing <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so anyway, he's in Skid Row, him and his uh, bodyguard. And when the cops roll out, they're just slugging it out with these three dudes. They're just what? in some kind of fight. And Zach said that he got hit harder than he ever got hit in his life. He said he was. He ran out of gas. Was waiting for sure a tow truck. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Grab a cab. Yeah. Call an Uber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That wow. Right, so he runs out of gas. Huh. What happens? They told the police that a homeless man confronted him, and then they threw a bottle out the window. I might have been a mistake on his part. They yeah. smashed near the group. The why would you throw a bottle out the window unless you were throwing it at somebody? Yeah, he should not have done that. Would not have gotten. Beat up by a bum. I guess he went out to help his bodyguard. Well, there might have been like a recycling bin nearby. Oh, okay. All right, that's (laughs) nice. Recycle is probably just doing a good thing. I'm I'm on. I'm Team Efron on this. He's probably just recycling. You're a defense lawyer for him. We're (laughs) getting all all defending each other. You have a bodyguard (laughs) to defend you. You don't supposed to defend the bodyguard. Okay. So then, what happened after the Molotov cocktail didn't go off? (laughs) Well, the TMZ source, who knows, uh, that could have been one of the bums, said he was obviously intoxicated at the time of the incident. No, I know he's out of rehab. He <laughs> just had his jaw broken, like, right at the end of last year. How do you know true? this? I never heard this. That was another TMZ story. It's like he showed up somewhere with a broken that's jaw. T- that's TMJ, Fuzzy. Oh. Not TMZ. Different <laughs> <laughs> sight. No, what happened? So They never found out. They just said he had a broken I, jaw, and he never a, explained how it happened. He's got a glass jaw. There's no way around this. So it could totally be broken again if he got punched in the sure. face as hard as he's ever been hit. Yeah. Well, I'm you know exactly. I'm, I'm praying for him. Yeah. Well, he's on our thoughts and prayers right now. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> um, and they didn't say what happened to the crack. That's the that's yeah. the important part of the story. Who ended up with the crack? Right. Guessing the cops just divvied it up amongst themselves. I've seen that happen before. <laughs> Fucking trainer police, you pricks. Free crack. <laughs> I'll never forget this. Oh, this isn't yours? I guess this money isn't yours either. I guess it ain't. Oh, no. Yeah. You can't trust the local cops. Joe Mandy's in studio he with is. us tonight performing in Brooklyn at the Bell House at 8 p.m. And then you can see him tonight on Late Night with Seth Myers mm. at 1230. Yep. Tomorrow at Great Scott in Alston, Mass. at 7 p.m. And Bitchface, his new mixtape is available on iTunes. Correct. Now, are you going to turn on, are you going to do like a watching party with uh, everybody at the show? On no, the Myers? no, no. I, I can't watch myself on TV. Never, oh. I've never really seen anything I've done. But that's, uh, yeah. That's Should we <laughs> let you know how you did? Please. I, please. I always <laughs> love input. I love input. I yeah. love every time. I, I love knowing my half hour has aired on Comedy Central because at like, it's usually at like three or four in the morning. I'll just get a hundred tweets all at once saying I'm the worst comedian they've ever seen <laughs> or, you know, or the best. I mean, it's like so, it's so polarized. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's always cool to get feed, anonymous feedback. I love it. Even the hate stuff you're okay with? I'm Fueled by hate, mm. I love it. So no, please don't. It really hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah. He's a person too, but a lot of people think when people say oh, I don't watch myself in that that they're lying. But I don't know how anyone could. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can't. Like it uh, makes me feel insane. The the weirdness to me is like Woody Allen and and Louis C K will do it too, where they sit and edit 
themselves. Right. And I don't know how you cannot do that. Because you know how, like, if you even look at a picture, everyone looks normal but you. That's the natural way for a human being to be. Uh-huh. You know, like, if there's a class picture, <laughs> your eyes just immediately go to yourself. Can't use this one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this stinks. Everyone else could be having, like, pictures of, they're holding baby Jesus. And you're like, yeah. ah, yeah. let's not use this one. <laughs> But you will not watch. Can't watch. Want... I had a hard time editing this uh, this album, which is just audio. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. So you're just hearing yourself. Right. Right. Fuck up. Right. Exactly. So we. Um, and that's you know that's why there's all those air horns and stuff in the <laughs> in the mixtape to try to. It's just to make myself feel better. Um. So tonight you're going to be at the Bell House, and then you will not watch TV tonight. I probably yeah, I probably won't. Also, I'm I'm in New York for the first. I moved. I lived here for almost eight years, and uh, I moved to L.A. This is my first time back in almost two years. I haven't been back, so I'm I'm just gonna see my friends. You know? But here's the thing: when you come back to New York, it's changed, and you hate it. It's like no other place where you're like, really? I can't fucking believe that that's <laughs> changed. No I know. Matter- I was in Union Square. I was like, oh no, Marshalls is a Burlington coat factory now. Who wants that? Where am it's I? Different. <laughs> it's not the same. Not the same. Marshalls um, is it is almost exactly the same as Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> what was the culture shock when you moved to LA? Um I guess I just felt more like an adult. Like mm. I, I have a car and an apartment with, you know, sunlight. I just I didn't realize how much of uh like I was living like a rodent in in Brooklyn. Sure. Yeah, sure, because like, you, you see, the thing is, New Yorkers don't understand that people want to stay in their apartment. Yeah, it's true, and that's you know that's also part of the culture shock I had is uh, performing comedy is much more fun in New York because people are avoiding going home. You yeah. know, so people go to comedy shows. I did I did a couple shows last night in Brooklyn. Both were you know packed, and it's a Wednesday night. That would never happen. Really? In L.A. now? L.A.'s got one good show on a Wednesday, but yeah, no, it's the, you can't do multiple shows. There's not enough pe- people going out at night. Well, I think like when the big comedy boom in L.A. is because people would go, you know, a lot of tourists mm-hmm. used to go to the comedy store and sure, stuff like sure. that. But it seems like, I don't know, like some of that vibe has even changed. A little bit, yeah. And I don't, I also just don't have a lot of time to do stand up uh, after work, so I gotta just pick which shows to do. You know, I can't. It's I'm sure it is possible to bounce around a little more than I'm portraying, but look, I, I still believe New York's a better place to do stand up for sure. All right, uh, here's uh, Josh. Josh, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh wow, cool. Uh, I was calling. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I was calling to settle you guys' bet you made last week about the two hundred bucks about whether what or not uh, Stephen Hawking's prediction of us being in space in fifty years on the moon. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the thing is that these guys didn't believe that we would be living on the moon in fifty years. Wasn't that it? Right. Yeah. You guys called bullshit on it. Yeah. I go, yeah. why wouldn't we right, be? Right. And yeah. says he bet two hundred bucks against it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they are building a spaceport in Midland, Texas. A company called Xcor. And they're starting by doing commercial suborbital flights, and uh, you can pay about fifty thousand bucks to get on. That's uh, all. Hundred grand if you want to uh, uh, bring cargo or your own satellite, 
And at that rate of progression, within 50 years, I can't imagine the uh, guys at Halliburton wouldn't want to go and take a core sample up there, you know? Right. Well, they'll probably, it won't be you or me, but it'll probably be a crew of commercial guys up on the moon. I'll uh, do it. I don't care. I'll do it. You would go up in a heartbeat? Yeah. I, I, a hundred thousand, I can put, I have my own satellite. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And then uh, last great uh, love story uh, in L.A. was L.A. Story with Steve Martin and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, yeah. that was a good like one, man. 30 years <laughs> That's ago. That's about it, man. Yeah. What about that one with Ashton Kutcher was, like, giving it to Anne Heche just for, like, an hour and a half? I don't remember that one. What was that one called? I don't Even know. It's it, Anne Hayes. It was, it was called. Yeah, that's it was, what it was called. But that was the whole movie. It was just like he was kind of poor. She was rich. They had sex. I don't remember Roll this credits. at all. Are you thinking of Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> might have been, that might have been it. Because that was Stifler, not Anne Hayes. The butterfly effect, right? That's a, <laughs> that's my favorite romantic comedy. Oh, Spread. Spread. Literally. A sex comedy. Anne Hayes wasn't in that. Anne Heche. I don't lead. remember her in it. She was the original sugar mama that he had before, and then she gave him the boot because he was banging some other broad. This is like, um, all right, you've got to go back to when John Travolta uh, had his first big flop when he was played a gigolo, because gigolo movies are always fucking hysterical, and he basically was uh, as a male. Uh, prostitute. Have you ever seen the TV show Gigolos on Showtime? Uh, I know. I saw that Buff Bagwell was going on there, so I saw it's a piece of it. Funniest. That's m- might be the funniest show on TV. Finally, Buff Bagwell's gotten a <laughs> weekly show. Well, I Buff is the stuff. He is, isn't he? <laughs> yes. And then didn't he have another catchphrase, like when he would kiss his muscles or something? He had something. Then he yells something out. There was something like that. I can't think of what it is now. It was his version of "What a Rush," but I don't remember mm-hmm. what it was. Um, Joe, I know you got to get out of here, man. Pretty you, soon, yeah. You, um, well, you are you going to go straight over? Probably going to walk across the street. Yeah, get ready. So, uh, yeah, got to got to rehearse. I don't, I don't know. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's on two jokes. You should actually even say to Seth, "Is there some kind of jokes that you guys have that I could do tonight?" Right. Just go over there and just act like. Uh, yeah, like I have nothing prepared. Yeah. So most of this be off the top of my head. Right. So I'm just gonna just riff, get some, do some crowd work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of, the crowd's kind of far away here, but yeah. I'll, I'll still give it a shot. Throw some stuff out yeah. there. Seth is doing well, right? That show seems yeah, like sure. it's going they've great got a, for him. They've got a great writing staff, too. Yeah. So, yeah, well, be that's fine. what you would expect out of him. Like, when people said he was getting that show, I'm like, he's more than prepared. Oh, yeah. And he's got Alex Bayes' head writer. Dude's the best. Um, so, yeah, they'll have jokes if you're not comfortable. Yeah, no, I'm going to ask for <laughs> jokes and, <laughs> and clothes. I have so. my own. I just want to see what you have. Yeah. <laughs> be better. Shelby, are you going to be ready to tweet immediately? After his set, to say great set. Great set. Yeah. Just do it now. Get it loaded in your draft. Yeah, get it loaded. (laughs) Be all ready to go up with it. All right. (laughs) All right, here's what we could do. Just give us one word that you're going to use in this. Okay. And then the first person you like tweets into us with that word, we'll give out a prize to. So I'll tell you off air. No, you could actually say it now on air, and we'll see see what kind of, uh, you Um, know... Okay, uh, I'm going to say the words red string. Red string. Yeah. Red string. Wow, this yeah, sounds like a little dicey joke, yeah. too, huh? Yeah. 
And that's when I bit the red string. Good night, everybody. <laughs> what, never coming back? And the Seriously? beads fell out of my butt. Yeah, so that's uh, red, red string. string. Right, I, we your red string. Tweet we'll, in. Yeah, well, hashtag red string. And get that going. <laughs> That's when you see Joe Mandy tonight on Seth Meyers' Late Night Show. And it's really the beginning of the Red String Tour. Right, yeah, uh, that's the next. That uh, the Bitch Face Tour will transition into the hashtag Red String Tour. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. All right, we're going to go to commercial. Thanks so much for stopping in, buddy. Hey, guys. Thanks and for having I'm, me. I'm glad Jay Moore wasn't here to Me too. Oh, God, he would have punched my face like I was Zac Efron or yeah. something. What? <laughs> I think, you know what? I think those two would have been great friends. I think we would have been best yeah. buds. But, yeah, thanks for looking out, bro. Yeah, yeah he did. He I, made the I made the rough call. Shelby, are you going to the Bell House tonight? Yeah, I'll head down there. Yeah. Right. Head to the Bell House and then get two-way TV immediately. <laughs> Check into a hotel so oh, yeah. you can watch. <laughs> Maybe you can get, like, a streaming thing on your phone yeah. and do both. Well, I have the old portable TV. It has an antenna. I'll oh, just sit in the back so I don't bother anybody. You know what? And when your grandmother left that to you, I didn't think you'd find use for it, <laughs> yeah. but it's worked out. Joe Mandy, tonight, late night with Seth Meyers, also at the Bell House, 8 o'clock, tomorrow in Austin, Mass. At Great Scott. Pick up Bitch Face. It's available on iTunes. Thanks right, so much yeah. for stopping by. Thank man. you, guys. Ron and Fizz on Raw Dog. Serious XM Comedy Hits. Channel 99. It's the Ron and Fez show. Drinking these LaCroix waters that Shelby loves. Delicious. How come you wouldn't drink one with him? Did you know he asked for one for the road? Yeah. Did it hurt your feelings that you didn't get the kind that he really likes? Yes. Fucking CVS. Story Boulevard. Don't have that variety. Well, you know what? There's more than one CVS. Maybe you could have looked into it a little more and made it special. So were you so happy with Joe Mandy here? Yeah, it was fantastic. Over the moon. And you're, uh, are you over the moon that you didn't want Jay Moore in? Not Even over though the he was said he would have loved him at Jay Moore? Fucked up. Well, what do I tell Jay? Oh, God. Why is he so protective of these people? It's, it's, it's bizarre. It's almost like stalker and like something else. It's more than a fan. Here's the thing. Here, he... He's the cockiest little guy, but then he has anxiety so much, and it's because it's what I call the weak head generation. They panic at the first sign of fucking pain. I remember when uh, we ran into a trouble because he lied on his application, mm. and he said to me, no sense in doing anything. I'm not going to be able to get in here. I just wasted the last six months of my life. I said, would you let me fight for it? He's like this. Why bother? It's not going to happen anyway. Like a prize fighter. Huh? Sound like some Italian prize fighter. You make it sound like... No, you were like a fucking girl. You were just a fucking mess, dude. I, I remember. All right, look at this thing, Hicks. And you know what? You're old enough to feel like the older generation now. I don't um, have anything in common with Vito Norris. There's this thing. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Up on the iBang about weak heads. 
And it's this kid who was smoking dab and just decided to... Um, it looked to me like he gave up completely. Now just watch a little bit. Everybody else is partying. And look at him. He's frozen and not moving at all. <laughs> oh, this is awesome, dude. Oh, for dabs? The dabs like is just like really good weed. Yeah. This is his smoke. What did smoke. before this? That's a new thing. Yeah, can you touch him, please? Yeah, he looks really white. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> His like, lips are pale. Yeah, dude. Can you touch him, please? Do you want water? Oh my god. No, let him die. Touch him. First, first, first dab experience. This is 30 seconds of fun. You know he's perfectly okay because his arms are still up. If he dies, the arms drop. That's true. <laughs> He's not moving at all. He's a statue. He's not resting his arms on anything. He's a fucking tin man. <laughs> he turned. He turned into the tin man. Now what? Watch what happens when they actually grab him. Yo, slap him. Let's see if that works. See how many times you can slap him? Get him water. Should I get him water? Yeah, he's not moving. Now, all you did is get a little too high, dude. That's all. You don't need water for that. He's not dehydrated. <laughs> yes. No one stays high. That's why people have to go buy more. Somebody text Caleb's mom. Tell him to go pick him up. At least listen to good tunes. <laughs> Tongue's starting to hang out. I right, watch for when they grab him. Finally. Freezing niggas. I was paralyzed. Oh, I was paralyzed. I was just paralyzed. Oh I swear to God, I was just paralyzed. This is not good. This is not good. Seriously, I call the ambulance. I was just paralyzed. I was just paralyzed. I was just paralyzed. I can't, I can't, I can't. Just freak out, man. No, no, you don't understand. Calm down. Weed is not bad for you. Just not killed anybody at all. I was just stuck in time. I swear to God, I was just stuck in time. I was stuck in time. This is really not good. This is really not good. What are the EMTs going to do for that? No, please, 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 please. No, stop, please, please. No, no, stop. I was just paralyzed. You know what that means? No, you know that space? I know this is not good. I know what it means. No, this is not good. Please, please, no, trust me. Fine. Trust me. Hey, you don't shut the fuck up in 30 seconds. You're <laughs> fine. So now he's crying Holy like a little shit. fucking pussy. Oh, All right, stop. You got to see this up on, on up on the eye bang, though. What a but mess. Everyone's gotten over high, and that's why you got a fucking pair of shades. Drop the fucking shades and ride it out, motherfucker. He was crying because he smoked some pot. This kid should be not be allowed any, near anything ever again. When you go sideways, don't fucking ruin everybody else's day with it. You drop the shades down. And you fucking hold on. That is just fucking sad. That makes me sad for that generation. They and you don't call down. the EMTs. You call fucking Vonnegut. <laughs> that panic so attack we, freaks me out. Why would they, it freak you out? They should have never brought up um, "let him die" or "he's uh, he's not dead till his arms drop." That thing's going right in his head. No, he couldn't hear me. He was stuck in time. <laughs> he was back ten minutes ago. So wait, you're blaming the guys that didn't act like an asshole because they all smoked the same fucking dab. Yeah, yeah. It's like they. It's he was fine until they put their hands on him too. Then the panic attack kicked well, that, in. That's when he was stuck in time. 
So he just had an inner panic attack, not an outer panic attack. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, the fucking thing was, what he was actually yelling out is what he was doing when he was frozen. Not anything else before that. Uh-huh. It is the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Well, didn't you have that fucking problem that time, too? And, uh... I forget what the fuck we were smoking. Oh, we got dosed with those cookies. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, that I Some actually... old lady came in. She had cookies for us. And we didn't know, but they were space cakes. Yeah, and I felt paralyzed and was freaking out. Because I remember I went to lay down in the office and then couldn't get back up. Well, what did you end up doing? Fucking being okay. That's what I tried to fucking point out a million times. You're okay. She sounds like the coolest old lady in the world. <laughs> yeah, she was. You know what it was? She had glaucoma, and she was fucking saying... She was here to say that it helped with her glaucoma. You know, and this was like well well before, you know, when there was like six medical marijuana people in the, in the country. And I'm goes, so your eyes are better? She goes, yeah, my eyes are better. And I'm also starting to write music. <laughs> but, Watley, I forgot about that. Everybody got fucking weird on it. Because, you know, when you ingest fucking pot, it hits you hard. And when you're not ready to be high, like, you just suddenly are high from somewhere. It lasts forever. Yeah. That, yeah, there was one time where I went in the bathroom that, that day and slept on the tile floor and woke up thinking I had been put in a mental institution. Well, you saw your future. That's all. I guess um, I was stuck in time. Here's our friend Mona. Mona, you're on the Run Fest show. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. That you know that's that's really bad, but that's the last time this guy gets invited anywhere. I mean, when you have to call the paramedics for somebody to get high. First of all, I hate when anyone says call the paramedics for any fucking reason. This is why I don't do the hot sauce shit anymore, because some asshole ends up on the floor acting like he's choking, and then the listeners are screaming he's going to die, <laughs> and I'm going to fucking, you know, it's going to cost me my career. How many times have we heard that kind of shit, Fez? Oh, constantly. Thanks for backing me up. <laughs> Every Fez time. is always right there. And I don't know how you got the nickname, uh-huh, Chris, when it belongs to Fez. Neither do I. I think it's a bullshit nickname. What are you playing, Chris? Not playing anything. I'm hearing the weird, creepy voices in the headphones. What? There's I, nothing on in here. It must be coming out of the booth. Is the dab video still playing? Do you hear it, Ronnie? No. There's nothing playing. I can't make out what the voices are, but there's just a lot of whispering going on. My headphones are turned up all the way. I can't hear anything. And the scary voices. You right? What? No, because I'm hearing really weird voices in my headphones. No. There's, the voices there's nothing playing on this I computer. Can't, I can't make out what they're saying, but it sounds kind of like Gollum or something from Lord of the Rings. All I'm hearing is dead air. Fez. All right, they're saying, stupid, look at you. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> In some sort of accent. Stupid, look at you. That's what it sounds like. No. No one else is hearing this. No, dude. No. All right, playing. I'm going to sit down. Nothing's playing out of this board. Um, Remy, you're on the run of Fez show. 
That kid will be fine. Once he finds out, someone explains to him who's just having a panic attack. That happens to me sometimes, where as soon as you breathe out a big hit of pot, you instantly know this is going to be a problem. Well, act you, normal. you know, when people used to think that they were having flashbacks from acid, no one has yeah. ever fucking said the truth. That you're just having a panic attack, and a panic attack feels like when you're going fucking, you know, when you're losing on, on like a bad trip. You know what I mean? I've never had that happen to me. Flashbacks from acid. People say they see, they see a dragon. Yeah, everybody that has, I think people, you know, they did acid when they were younger. Then when they would have a fucking panic attack and everything would get fucking weird and strange and shit, they would go, "Oh my god, I'm tripping again. I'm having a bad trip." I feel like I am because the voices are now so loud I can't hear what you guys are saying. What are you talking about? There's voices in my ears where every, they're just talking over each other and very quickly and very scarily. Are you okay? I don't think I am. Has this happened before? Well, I've heard, I've heard voices before, yeah. But never this many and never for coffee commercials. Coffee commercial. That's what I'm hearing in my head. You don't drink coffee. Fezzi, should we call the shrink? Do you have one of your pills? I uh, yeah, I have one of my pills. What do you have? Can you breathe? It's Fez? hard to breathe. It's really loud. No, because I can't breathe because now the voice is breathing really hard and Fezzy, it's Fezzy. fucking up my breathing. Fez, we're on the air, dude. All right, but so are all these voices and all this gasping for air. Get on mic. You're off mic and you're talking wacky. What do you have there? Uh, this is Xanax. Give me two. Can I have one? Do you want one? I'll have a half. I'll take one. All right, now the voices are just laughing. They're not even voices anymore. It's just scary noises and laughing. Hey, look who it is. It's Hard Rock Johnny. Johnny. Hi guys, what's happening? It's Hard Rock Johnny. All right, well that one sounds normal. Oh, why is he doing that? Are you fucking with him, Johnny? Oh, what? Fezzy, are you there? Johnny, you don't hear the voices. All right, stop it, Fez. What voices? Then why were you doing that? Why were you doing that voice if you don't hear them? I was talking. I was saying what's going on. I talk like I always talk when I call. No, you sounded very different, my friend. I don't think I. I don't know, Ronnie. That sound different to you? Um, you sound the same, but just like you're pointless today. Hashtag red string. Hashtag red string. Uh, what prize do we got to give out tonight? Well, I have a DVD season of Perks and Rec signed by... I can't even hear myself talk over the voices. Fezzy, you're, I can't even understand you. What are you saying? A DVD season of Perks and Rec signed by Nick Offerman. You just said DVD season. I did? DVD season. It's no, DVD season. DVD season. DVD. What kind of prize is that? DVD No, it's a DVD complete season of Perks and Rec. Signed by Nick Offerman and Chris Pratt. All right, so tonight when Joe Mandy is uh, up on uh, this uh, late, is it late? Late night. Late night. Um, I guess you just write into us at Ron and Fez AOL. Or, you know, send your big. Uh, now, here's what you do you send your congratulations to him. 
Hashtag red string. Hashtag red string. That's how it's all going to go down. Um, all right, thanks for calling, Jenny. Later, boys. Bye. And tag Ron and Fez SXM onto that tweet how many, as well. How many fucking things you got to do now? Now you got three. 19 things. Hashtag red string. Come on, Dan, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, how's it going? I had myself a little panic attack when uh, that... that uh, I think my head's going to explode if the voices don't stop. They're all on top of each other and going a mi- uh, million miles a minute. When they, when they had that earthquake happen in Tokyo? Yeah. Yeah, I was on the road for three days. My wife was telling me about it. And then I got home and she smoked some Maui Wai with me. And then she put it on, and I thought it was happening, like, real time. I, I, I was living up in Michigan, and I thought for sure, like, waves are going to flood the rivers and flood the, the lakes around Michigan, and Michigan was going to be underwater, and I thought, like, that was the end of the world right there. How about you, was, uh, Fez? What's, like, the last panic attack you had? Um, probably the one I'm currently having with listening to the voices that are just gasping for air and saying things like disgusting over and over again in my head. Relax. Have a LaCroix. Want a LaCroix? Wash down the Xanax with it. That's a good oh. idea. Um, that's what it sounds like. That's what you were doing. You were at home. And we also have Chelsea Handler tickets to give away today. How do we do that? Um, if you're in the Miami area. Chelsea- Miami! Yes. Chelsea Handler is going to be on her You Gonna Be Kidding Me tour live at the Fillmore Miami Beach in Miami on Friday, April 4th as part of the South Beach Comedy Festival. So give us a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. If you're in Miami, these Chelsea Handler tickets are worth about, what, 100 bucks a piece? No. Uh, this, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Two hundred. Yeah, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't hear what the noise is in my head. Fezzy, just... The pair of tickets, $200, approximate retail value, transportation not included. All right, that's two tickets, approximately worth $200. This is a great show to take your chick out to. You're like, honey... You know, you like Chelsea Handler? Well, I went out and got his tickets for it. Oh, thank you. I love you so much. Oh, well, that's just me trying to be here for you. I'm trying to be your lovable poppy. <laughs> oh, thanks, Daddy. It's poppy, not Daddy. You just got you took it to a whole sick fucking thing based on what happened when you were a kid. It's my culture. <laughs> Don't you know the Jennifer Lopez song? All right, you don't have to be first tonight. We're not going to do a first on the red string. Just the people that hashtag the red string, send it to Joe Mandy. One of you guys is going to win the big prize tomorrow. Say something nice. Say something. Yeah, say something love nice it. to him. Because yeah. hey. you love Joe Mandy, right? <laughs> You're doing great, kid. Give him a big ups. You're on your way, pal. You are on your way <laughs> to the moon. Writing show, writing for a fucking show. No more. You're going to have your own life. And Nick Crow will end up writing for you. Um, here's Brianna in Florida. Brianna, go ahead. Hi, how you doing? You're on the air. Oh, hi. What can we do for you? Oh, well, I just heard about the giveaway for the uh, Chelsea Handler tickets. 
Well then, honey, you're a big, big winner. Oh, that's awesome. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what, uh, what part of um, the, the uh, Florida are you in? West Palm. West Palm, best Palm, I always say. And that's when I fuck with the people from Palm Beach. <laughs> All right, hold on. No. You're going to be going to the Chelsea Handler show tonight. Um, but really, have we decided what we're going to say to him? Great job, pal. Disgusting. You killed it. You slayed my man. Hey, nice one, dog. Dogsy. <laughs> Dogsy, you brought it, Dogsy. You just slayed my pussy. Hashtag red string. Should Dogsy be the new saying of the Ron and Fez show? It's new. It's, no one's done it before. No one's using what? it. What? <laughs> How about way to do's it, Joe? Watch JB Smooth. Way to do's it, Josies. How about my man? How's my man? My Mandy. Joe Mandy, well, you came and you gave. My man. How about we just write who the man? You the man. Who the man? Dot, dot, dot. D. Hi, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, uh, Fez isn't going crazy. Uh, there is something coming out of the uh, the radio that's uh, over, over your guys'. I hear it. I don't hear anything. And it repeats. It starts with insults like disgusting and stupid. Then it goes into some sort of stock thing and into a coffee commercial. I turn my mic. I turn my headphones off on several times. Mess with the volume. There's nothing wrong with the jack in mine. I mean, there's nothing coming out. That was a very technical explanation. I'll get to the bottom. Why are you of this. snapping? Why are you screaming and snapping at him? Arsenio. All right, someone boy. just mentioned Arsenio. Hi, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yes, I hear that noise, too, coming through on the radio. It sounds like a bunch of laughing, heavy breathing, and all that crap going on. That's our show. Yes. I smoke. Are you guys fucking with Fez? No. It's actually coming through on the radio. I'm calling from Virginia the first time I ever called. I feel sorry for the guy having to listen to it. We all feel sorry for Fez. (laughs) Fez, stuff might be leaking out of your head onto the radio. It's making me nauseous. I think I'm going to throw up my Xanax. Ted in Providence, you're on the Run of Fez show. I'll take that. Hey, hey, guys, a million bucks. Uh, Fezzy, I just wanted to tell you that I love you and you're going to be okay, buddy. It's, it's okay. You're going to be okay! Say the goddamn word! <laughs> you're going to be okay! You're going to be okay! <laughs> Are you a doctor, Fez? No. Did you go to medical school? No. I just heard the term April 7th. Oh, that was in my own head. <laughs> just hold on to April 7th. It's all going to be over, Fez. Good comeback. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show. Doing our best to give you a pound. <laughs> Call the show if you're also hearing voices. What? (laughs) Anyone? You want crazy people to call the fucking show? Do you realize that that's the first time you've ever spoke? 
to our audience, <laughs> and your fucking line was, "Call the show, tell the show if you're hearing voices." Tell me. Call the show, eight six six from zero five. Oh, call the show. Hi, this is Fez Watley from the Rod and Fez Show, asking for your calls. Frank in Delaware. Uh, Ron, I've been listening for the past 30 minutes. I cannot hear a thing. I don't know what Fez is talking about. <laughs> Have you been in counseling lately? You need to, you know. I go tomorrow. Like what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, I see the therapist. Oh, I got a note from your therapist that said, You're going to be okay! Call the show if you hear voices! And Fez Watley in New York City! I'm not trying to start a panic! Um, Alright, someone write in. Uh, are you going to record the promo with this, or is this like another live from the last time that you did a hashtag contest and you never ran the promo? Oh, let me find our executive producer. Hi. That's me. Did we record that promo yet? No, we have not. Did we promise we would record a promo and put that person's name in it? Yes, we did. You're going to be okay. You see, if we had fucking Jay Moore here, he could be doing all those voices. I'm going to go in and do ONA tomorrow. You know why? I miss the ONA channel. Mm -hmm. I miss the love, I miss the fun, the companionship. What time should I go in? Should I go? I'm either going to go in 10.25 or 6 a.m. I don't know which one. I'll be somewhere in between the two. You're going to miss them. <laughs> Randy in Oklahoma. Yeah, I hear voices in the background. Huh? I hear voices in the background. Sound like somebody speaks Spanish. Call me if you hear the voice. This is Fez. That may be Norris. You hear someone speaking Spanish? That's racist. Send Norris in here. I want her to see if she's ready to do this song with us. I don't want to talk through the dead air. You're carrying it, though, today, Fezzy. Carrying it. Norris is on her way. Good. I can't wait to see her. Norris, we haven't seen you. Have a seat, honey. We haven't seen you since, didn't you, you went in for midterms or something like that? Yeah, I had a midterm. How did you do? Good. Uh, I was you almost late. You ready to sing your new song? What's the name of it? I love puppy. I love you puppy. I love you puppy. Yeah. <laughs> See, some people think that they were saying puppy, but they're fucking racist. It's puppy because she said it on Ellen. She said I, it was puppy. What's puppy mean? Poppy. Okay. <laughs> you like the, the the Jennifer? The Jennifer Lopez? She's cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's hear, let's just get to the hook on this. You got it? All right, play the song, get to the hook, and let her do it. I love you, puppy. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I can't. Okay, we won't look. All right, take it back to the beginning. And no one You're looking at, at me, and okay. then it's intimidating. Okay, we're not going to look. <laughs> look away. Don't anybody look. Fez, don't look. I'm not looking. All right, are you ready? Okay. Fez, how you doing there? Are you okay? 
I'm good, but I'm not looking at you. Okay, cool. It's nice when so, the interns check. <laughs> uh, the voices in my head, I'm just ducky. No, don't, don't. Go ahead, let's do this. I love you, puppy. I love you, love you, love you, puppy. I love you, puppy. I love you, love you, love you, puppy. I love you, puppy. I love you, love you, love you, puppy. She did it. Now that voice you heard was Norris. That's all. That one I recognized. Aaron, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. Uh, Aaron in New Mexico. So, Pepper, I know you're, you're talking shit out of that kid. Fucking shouldn't be smoking weed no more or whatever. Look, I climbed. I'm fucking 37 years old. I climbed the mountains many times, man. I've been as high as you can get. And not until recently, I just it's just getting too much, man. I started getting anxiety attacks and that shit. I had to quit. It's just yeah. too much. You uh, you had your fill. That's all. That's all. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Real quick, are you guys heard about the shit popping off here in Albuquerque? No, we hear very little Albuquerque news. Um, uh, I guess uh, Anonymous uh, has posted they want to occupy downtown Albuquerque. Uh, there's been some controversial police shootings down here. You can check it out on Live Leak if you just pop in APD shootings. They shot a homeless guy in the mountains in the back. Hmm. All right, thanks. So, that was up on the iBang. They released the footage of them lighting up some homeless drifter. Here's uh, Queen Elizabeth. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, I everything sounds fine to me. It's actually louder than your voice right now, uh, Queen. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, everything, Ron. You sound great. It's at the part where it's just big gasp and sounds like a thumping going on in my head. So you're just explaining it to us? Um, yeah, I'm letting everyone, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't hear it, this is what's going on. So it's a truth bomb. <laughs> I guess, if it's real. That's weird. <laughs> it's really making me feel sick to my stomach. Um, well, you paint a picture, Fez. You paint a picture. Uh, Matt, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, I want to let you know you're not crazy. I'm hearing the voices too. I'm hearing Ron Good. and Pepper and Shelby and you. We're all here, Fez. That's the voices you probably hear. We're here. We're okay. I know it's weird. These are all different voices talking about coffee. You want some coffee? Is that it? No, I don't want any coffee. I don't need any caffeine. Good send the we can send her to her backyard to dig some up. <laughs> Do you people grow coffee? Yeah. Is that part of it? Yeah. <laughs> and weed? I don't know. Uh, the Dominican dirt fucking <laughs> pot that you have down there? <laughs> She's good saying I love you puppy song. How come we, we ought to cut a, an album with her? We've got the stuff. Are you a good singer? No. What do you want to so. sing? Ballads? <laughs> Put out a mixtape. Bachata. You want to go with a mixtape? Yeah. Good. Jump. Jump now. Jump in front of the car. Go on. Go on. Do How's it going? Do it. Do us an impression of what you hear. Don't. Jump in front of the car. Jump in front of the car. Jump in front of the car. Yes. Jump in front of the car. Do it. We're inside. There's no cars here. Jump in front of the car. Stupid. Disgusting. 
Truth bombing, huh? I'm doing an impression of the voices in my head. They are in your head, then, you're saying. If no one else hears them... I thought you always told us that you heard voices. But never like this before. Never this many at the same time and this quickly. And this constantly. Hush, hush. Keep it down now. Voices carry. Okay. I said shut up. Why won't you shut your mouth? Nobody knows your early Amy Mann when she was with Till Tuesday. I thought Amy Mann meant everything to you little hipsters. More familiar with their acting work. David, you're on the Run and Fez show. David, got buddy. Hey, Fez, you sure that's not the voice of uh, the ghost of a murdered cat saying cookie? Cookie? Is that what it's saying? Cookie? I haven't heard that come up. Cookie? Cookie? Eric, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fezzy, this is calling if we heard voices coming over the radio. I thought that was the whole purpose of the radio, to hear voices. It is why we come in here every day, Fez, so people can hear voices. These are unrecognizable, scary voices. I, I just didn't know if I should call in every day when I hear voices coming over to Ryan and Fez show. Call in if you hear extra voices. Bonnie, you're on the Ryan and Fez show. Hey, I I think I'm hearing the voices, and I wonder if it's a sign that maybe I should look for a new job after April 6th. Feel free to do what you want. I'm going to be fine, honey. <laughs> I love you, Fez. Sounds like it. Tonight, Joe Mandy is going to be on Late Night with Seth Meyers. When you hear him use the phrase red string, hashtag that, hashtag red string, at Ron and Fez, SXM, and your chance to win a prize tonight, a season on DVD of Parks and Rec, signed by Nick Offerman and Chris Pratt. You love the Joe Mandy, huh? Yeah, he's doing it up, doing it different. It's hilarious. Doing it up, doing it different, it's hilarious. Yeah. That's the craziest fucking accolades I've ever heard in my life. That's true. Did you feel like your water went over with him? Yeah, he loves LaCroix water. It's delicious. He went and bought a six-pack. I've never seen when he... Like, here's the thing about Shelby. When he loves someone, he loves them with all his little dark heart. That's why it all to go. All goes smoothly. What? I want it all to go go perfectly. Sure. This is Fat. Give me a call for your voices. 866-RON-ZERO-FAZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FAZ. It's my first time asking for call. What are you hearing? Red rum? Red rum. I'm sure that's in there. There's death thoughts. Suicide thoughts all flying through there. Um, Joe in West Virginia, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, I wanted to let Fezzy know that I heard the voices saying, don't get on the elevator. Stay off elevator. 
Um, happy birthday to Quentin Tarantino uh, today. Uh, I only found that out from Robert Rodriguez. And also, Opie has two new pictures up for sale on Opie Radio. Let's take a look at these. Opie's like a photographer, and I was talking to a friend of mine about maybe him doing a gallery show. Holy shit. These pictures are pretty cool. I love a gallery show. There's usually some sort of a bar. I know. Bar. I was inviting to, invited to a gallery uh, thing for a painter this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll talk about it tomorrow if you remind me. Um, Rich, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, guys. I know we're all having fun with uh, Fez, but... I hope you're not trying to run them off, because if he leaves, that probably means more experience, and nobody wants that. Disgusting. I wish I could hear him. I just keep hearing the word disgust. a woman's voice yelling disgusting over and over. That's the only thing that you've heard? Bastard. Bill in Boston, you're on the run of Fez show. Ron, I think I'm hearing a voice. It sounds like, why didn't the comedy nerd... Want Jay Moore in studio? Answer us, Shelby. And not the want him in studio. Inside your head. Oh, we also have a uh, first responder winner from yesterday for uh, Miss Rachel Lickman. Oh, yeah. That's good to finally get around to that. Uh, she, Way to go, Plug King. This person won Animals, signed by Mr. Eric Burton. This is a fucking great prize. It's sick. And that is the winner... Yes. It's Duck Stanley. At Duck Stanley is the winner. We're tweeting at. So we just let you see your name in it and you pick them out? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't pick them because it was Stanley. Favorite was animal name. and his last name. I'd like to apologize to everyone not named Stanley. <laughs> Stanley had nothing to do with this. They got a great prize. Um... Here's Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Run of Fez show. Those voices sound distinctly like Randy Orton trying to sweet talk Fez, no? Is that what I... you're hearing, Randy Orton? No, I wish it was the Viper. <laughs> what? Sick reference, bro. Sick reference. <laughs> they finally stopped. So, what, wrestling? No, the voices. Why won't you give me a pound? I'm trying. That's as much as you'll try. I got that, short arms. You see what the metaphor is there? If you don't, if you stop, don't you know? Run around and get it, or jump, whatever. Just let yourself be stopped. And I like to teach that to young kids all over. Um, I know you want a career now, Norice. And anything that's in the way between you and your dreams is worth quitting for. That's what I like to say to the kids. Failure is just a... What did you do that for? <laughs> I was trying, trying to, to give you a pound. Trying to be a good boy, just do what exactly you were taught the second it happens? Come on, give me a pound. Where's the good boy? Where's the good boy to run around? Where's the good boy to run around? Say, that's the thing. Well, we got to wrap this one up today. Maurice, you want to sing a little more for us? Put her song back on. I know you love, 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 you love,
Don't look at her. I love you, puppy. I love you, love you, love you, puppy. I love you, puppy. I love you, love you, love you, puppy. This is gonna be gigantic. This song. Fez, what's wrong? You hear Jennifer Lopez in your ears? <laughs> yes, I believe Here. I do. I wish she'd get back with Ben Affleck again. That's when they were at their best. No, I like her with Mark Anthony. No, that's done. They're not together anymore. I like them together. I like to see her. You know, she's done so well in her career. Let her get a white guy. But she's she's had everything. Yeah, she, uh, she has. <laughs> Definitely. She has. Uh, there's a Chinaman somewhere like, it's my turn next. <laughs> a cock rainbow on the top of the fucking bed. God announced the contest tonight, kid. Watch Joe Mandy do stand-up on Late Night with Seth Meyers and tweet Red String to... <laughs> At Joe Mandy and hashtag Red String. Hashtag Red String. At Joe Mandy and at Ron and Fez SXM. That's it. What can you win? A signed Parks and Recreation DVD signed by Chris Pratt and Nick Offerman. Tweet that out. Alright, that's it for us, guys. It's a satellite of love from Sirius XM to you. And today, the love is Joe Mandy and his hashtag red string. Feel the love. See you guys later. True of the West and always. West Palm, that is. Peace. To watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love You know what you've been doing? You've been to SiriusXM.com slash on demand Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand